You're listening to Matt Loves Cameras. Film cameras. Instant cameras. And everything analog photography related. If you like plastic cameras like I like plastic cameras, then I have a treat for you. In today's episode, Matthew Joseph and I discuss the first 25 entries in the fantastic 2021-22 competition. And there's still plenty of time to enter, so keep listening for details. I'm Matt Murray, and this is Matt Loves Cameras. my friends how are you i hope you are well wherever you are all around the world welcome to another episode of matt loves cameras episode 56 of matt loves cameras and in today's show we have the marathon first part of the judging of the fantastic 2021 22 competition so this is the first 25 or 26 entries and matthew joseph special co-judge matthew joseph and i read them out, read out the entries, describe the photos, and we go off on so many tangents, it's not funny. Uh, well, actually, some of the tangents are quite funny. So if you've got a long drive, or you've got a lot of lawn mowing or, or snow shoveling to do, and you've, you know, you've got a couple of hours of work ahead of you, perhaps this is the episode where you just flick this onto your Walkman and put your earphones on and, and have a listen. And of course, all of the photos that we are describing are, of course, published on mattlovescameras.com. All of the fantastic 2021, 22 photos are on mattlovescameras.com. Now, if you're listening to this and you haven't entered yet, you still have time, my friends. The competition is open until the 17th of April, 2022. All of the details, once again, are on mattlovescameras.com. So get along and uh, check them out. All you need is a plastic focus-free camera, like the Ansco Pix or the Helena Panorama, or the WidePick Panorama, or one one of the Vivitar panoramas, but uh, all the all the competition details are on there. I'm not going to go into any more spiel in the intro. We're, we're going to get stuck straight in. And uh, just one other thing to say: this was actually recorded on New Year's Day, so it's taken a little bit of time to uh, to publish. But uh, we're going to go back in time now, and uh, we're going to discuss these beautiful, fantastic entries. Here we go. So we welcome back to Matt Loves Cameras for what must be the, I don't know, third or fourth time, Matthew Joseph live from Melbourne. How are you, Matthew? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Surviving. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, Happy New Year to you too. Was that last night, was it? It was last night. Today, of course, we're recording this on the 1st of January. Yeah. Probably won't put this out for a week or so, but recording this on the 1st yeah. of January. Now, when this is a, this is a hot topic, uh, not related yeah. to photography, but when do you think okay. the cutoff is for saying Happy New Year? Uh, I, I, I don't know, a few days, maybe? I, I was going to say anytime. I'm, I'm a little bit lenient. I was going to say anytime in January. You know, anytime in January, if you haven't seen somebody, it's okay. I think once yeah. it hits February, once the Chinese New Year kicks in, they're all better off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, and then people saying it after the start of February, you know, it's just, just, it's a bit aggravating, to be honest. But, um, yeah. you know, you just want to stick a fork in their, in their eye, don't you? But um, yeah. that's not very, very good. Um, so, no. yeah. So, how well, was your Christmas? Yeah, Christmas was good. It was just a quiet, quiet one at home. Yeah. Um, 
didn't really get up to a heck of a lot. Just mm-hmm. sort of sat around the house and played some video games and we did our individual activities as we like to call them. Yeah. Mine's mine involves, you know, killing people on <laughs> online games. And um yeah, that was that was pretty much it. What did and you what, get up to? Your, what's your game of choice first before we go into what uh, I did? Yeah, uh PUBG. Oh, Player yeah. Unknown Battleground. I'll have to download that. Yeah, well, it's going to be free to play soon. So, yeah, um, they're moving to a free, free to play system. So, yeah, yes, you will be able to play it. Cool on your on your gaming PC. Yes, we have a we have a gaming PC. We we bought a gaming PC about uh, two or three weeks ago, and my son really wanted one. So we we chipped in half. And he chipped in the other half because he's got a bit of money in the bank. Uh, but I, I was telling you in the in the, the pre-show warm-up that uh, the only person who's really been using the gaming PC is me so far. Um, and, what so have, been, and have you? What have you been playing on it? Well, I I do enjoy a game of Fortnite. I'm sure as many listeners know, and as you know, so. But I've I've yeah. been I found that now I'm on the Windows platform. I'm actually a, a bit of a better player because we've, my yeah. son also wanted this keyboard. It's got a ducky keyboard. It's got these mechanical keys and it makes all these noises when you, when you press it and oh, okay. lights up LED colors. And so the keyboard's a lot better and with the mouse, I'm a bit better. So uh, we actually yeah. play, my son plays an Xbox and I play on the, the gaming PC and, and we play together, which is, we can play again together now, which is great. Um, so yeah, anyway, enough of, this is Matt Love's gaming chat, isn't it? We should, you know, no, that's, that's the next part, the next podcast. You can make another Instagram account. <laughs> yeah. Matt Love's gaming. <laughs> Matt Love's gaming. There's no, there's no end to the Matt Love's franchise. It's a bit like Jim's here in Australia, you know, Jim, oh Jim, started, <laughs> Jim started up with Jim's mowing and now there's literally everything. Oh, you know, Jim's drones, Jim's heart transplants. I mean, you know, it, yeah. it, it, it goes on and on, doesn't it? Yeah. Jim's conveyancing services. Yeah, everything. It's everything. Jim's everything. So hmm. we Matt loves Matt loves gaming soon. Um, we just had a yeah. quiet one as well. We had mum and dad down for Christmas. It's been what's the weather been down like down there? Because in Brisbane, in Southeast Queensland, it has been very wet over the last couple um, of weeks. It has been it was been it's been very tolerable until mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, and then very hot we now. had yeah, we yeah, we got one of our first, you know. Upper, upper 30s upper 30s days oh, yeah yeah. yeah yeah pretty warm so we we, we have we... this pool and and we haven't had much opportunity i've i've not been in the pool for about 10 days because it's it's gone a bit chilly but the kids are in every day but i haven't been in <laughs> see as you as you get old as you get old <laughs> it's got to be a certain temperature it's got to be a certain yeah you know it's got to hit 28 degrees celsius at least before i get yeah. in the pool right yeah uh, and the kids are going any old time they don't care yeah it, there's tough. a goldilocks like, I mean, as you know, I lived in Queensland yes. for a big chunk of my life. And yes. there is a Goldilocks zone for swimming in summer. Like mm-hmm. you want the pool to be cool, but then yep. again, you don't want to get in and have it be the same temperature as is yourself. That, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because it feels <laughs> yeah. like you're swimming in pee. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, 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 well, yeah, I know what you're coming yeah, from. That's, uh, the, yeah. that's, that's something I'll never get out of my mind now. But um, it was yeah. actually... In the lead up to Christmas, it was actually about 31 degrees, which is about, I guess, 90 Fahrenheit. That was the water temperature. Uh, and yeah. uh, that was very warm. You get in and people say, oh, it's like a bath. Well, it wasn't really like a bath because no one ever puts no. a bath at that temperature. Baths usually might way hotter, right? But it, it was yeah. very warm, but then it's 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 sunk back down now. Um, so good. we had a quiet one. Anyway, should we get on with it with it, the matters at hand here? We're just we're just doing some, nah. some holiday chit chat, aren't we? Let's just give everyone a this list, everyone can be a winner. Well, you know what the the last last time you're on the podcast, 
uh, it was actually an unexpected success. The Matt's what? Love Cameras, an unexpected success. I'm just looking at the no. podcast that's now, and it's had just shy of a thousand downloads, which uh, mm. puts it in the upper echelons of the Matt Loves his, Matt Loves Cameras history books. Uh, I think it's going. maybe third on the on the on the rung. So the opinionated right. Matt's, you know, once I thought you got, had you guys on, I thought that's it, it's out of my system now, never again. But um, I might have yeah. to get you guys back on because it was Oof. a success. Either that, or I've got to find a, a, a new cast of Matt's. Um, regular but, regular guests yeah well do i you know do i cheat on matt jones and, and matt evans or you know i don't i don't know i'm sure they'll come back on they're they're opinionated kind of fellas aren't they um yeah. so yeah they, that was your last appearance that was in september mm-hmm. and yep. uh now wow, we're in january last year wow last year <laughs> only three months ago just three months ago seems like a lifetime ago but today we yeah. are going to get stuck into the, the the first round of judging for fantastic 2021 22 which is very hard to say so of course the original closing date for fantastic 2021 was the end of november and i didn't think we'd have enough entries so i said towards the end i said right uh, we're not going to get enough entries we'll we'll put it open until april 2022 uh, and then right then we had a slew of entries roll in. So we actually have got 25 entries to talk through today. But Whoa. because I'm a man of my words, you know, I haven't got much else to, to rely on in life. Uh, we are going to open it up until the 17th of April, 2022. So if you have already put a, an entry in by the end of November, I've already got your entry. You can do another, you can put another entry in if you like. It's your little bonus. But if you haven't shot one yet, people out there you've got until 17th of april 2022 and there are a few people to get their entries in there's me there's you there's also jack jack up there in alaska yeah he will be i've got it on very good uh you know uh, what's the word very good i can't think what's the word authority very good authority that's it very i'm already losing my marbles (laughs) and it's only the first day of january very good authority that jack up there in alaska is uh sending an entry in and uh you, you had a little surprise from me and jack in the mail didn't you Oh, it was lovely. I'm going to tear up. I, um, uh, it was at, it was waiting for me at home after I'd been um, in Ballarat for the day with my photography buddy uh, Foxfins, aka mm-hmm. Melissa. Yeah, uh, we went up for the Ballarat International Photo Biennale. Oh, nice. which is yeah, yeah. A, sh- a show they have every couple of years, yep. and um, yeah, it was waiting for me when I got home. A, pa- a, a package with some. Um, horrendous uh, handwriting on the front and <laughs> scroll. Uh, I, it's scroll. I immediately knew who it was from and yep. yeah it was uh, uh, a dysdairy robot and yes. um, from from yourself and a couple of rolls of uh, Lomography purple from Jack Correct. Yeah. So Jack yeah. got in contact with me and said he, he really wanted to send you some Lomo Purple. But of course, hmm. if he'd ordered it through the US store or the, or the Hong Kong store, the, the, the postage, the shipping is horrendous. So he said, oh, I've yeah. got any spare ones I can buy off you. And I said, yeah, and I'll, I'll throw in. I'd be meaning to, I'd actually been meaning to send you one of those robot cameras for a while because I, ha- I had four at one stage, I think. I'm down to two <laughs> now. Um, so yeah. one is actually over there in the UK, circling around in the UK. And um, okay. you've got one. So I'm hoping to do a, a robot project sometime in the next five years yep. when we get enough people. Five years. <laughs> well, you know, you gotta, you, the robot's got to get around and he's, he's got to shoot some cool frames. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, yeah, really looking forward to that. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. I'm glad you enjoyed that. And uh, I think I think Jack was sort of saying you were in a bit of a, a photography funk. You hadn't been out there very much. And it has, yeah. has, the, has it improved? 
Uh, it has improved. Yes, there has been improvement. I um, I still need to sort of up my game de for developing myself. I need to get some more gear and some better chemistry. I think that's what's holding me back a little bit. Mm. And um, yeah, just you know, cut loose and, and burn some rolls. I think I just need to get what's, get uh, get moving now. I th you you develop your own black and white, yes, but you send your color mm. out. Is that correct? So yeah, you, well, you yeah, I've, yeah, I've got a, a photo lab uh, about 15, 20 minutes drive away. Who yep. do a very quick turnaround? That's um, Photo Barn in Burwood One. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, so you're going to continue oh. doing that yourself. You're going to continue doing your own black and white and sending your color out. Yeah, Excellent. yeah, yeah. I will. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. So there we go. So you've you you're yet to send in your entries to mm. the competition. So we've got 25 yep. entries here today. Not none from me or you yet. Now, of course, we can't win, but we still like to enter the contest and be in the zine. Uh, mm -hmm. But I did see a teaser of some of your entries Ooh. on your photo Duden's Instagram account. Mm -hmm. Tell us about yes. how you've got on so far. Uh, so I was in um, uh, Apollo Bay, which is a little coastal town just. Uh, west of Melbourne and um, I decided to load a roll of colour film into it. I can't even remember what it was. It mm. may have been uh, Agfa 200. I'm not 100% certain. Yep. And I, yeah, just was click clicking away on the on the, the plastic fantastic panorama camera and yep. I, uh, yeah, was very happy with uh, the results I got. Excellent. Um, and one of them, a bit of a spoiler alert, one of them looks a bit like, uh, what's that famous Bliss, isn't it? The famous Windows XP yeah. wallpaper. It was a picture of some rolling hills with a tractor on yeah. it. So tell yeah, us about rolling that one. Hill. Yeah, that was, um, there's a golf course right near oh, yeah. the water in Apollo yep. Bay. And if you have a good look, there's actually a, you know, a, a flag you know, um, oh, you know, yeah, a whole, yeah, golf, yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. golfing hole flag. Obviously, I'm really into golf and I know <laughs> what these things are called. Yeah. Um, and I've been, you know, when we first got there, I'd noticed this red tractor on the green hills and the blue sky. And I thought, I need to take a photo of that. And I didn't get the film. Um, I was trying to load the film and the tractor yeah. was coming along and I ran over and he was gone. And I thought, oh, that was a missed opportunity. Yeah. Uh, we went for a bit of a walk. Uh, along the water and came back and I saw him again and I ran over uh, and uh, I took a few shots on the X-Pan, but they didn't look great because it was too wide. Right. Uh, and then I thought, oh, that's, that's, he's gone. And then I heard the tractor coming back again. Uh, so I got the plastic camera out and waited for him and he actually stopped on the uh, oh, right hand wow. side of the photo and yeah. i basically you know told him he could keep moving <laughs> and um yeah as soon as he i took a couple of shots of him as he went through the frame and uh yeah i'm a bit annoyed about how good they look compared to the shots <laughs> on the x-pan but you know that's something i have to deal with myself absolutely and, and when he stopped mm. did he yell out are you taking that picture for matt love's panos round two did he ask that did yeah he know about the competition yeah he did yeah that 100 that happened Brilliant. yeah okay so moving yeah. right along we're, we're gonna we're gonna head into the the competition entries now now the way we're gonna work this is we're gonna read out the name of the person read out their description and we're gonna describe the photos and say which one is our favorite now do you want to oh, go you're first gonna make me read aren't yeah you? of course 
Yeah, do you want to go uh, first? Some of them are quite short and some of them are quite long. So, um, which, do you want to go first or second? Sure, I'll go first. Okay, let's, let's crack on into Okay, it. so we've got here Michael Holland. Uh, and Michael says, I used a twin-way star camera. I shot on Kodak Gold 400 on a misty day. I went up to Sublime Point after work and drove around to Coldale Beach for the final shot. Uh, I got the film developed and scanned with the legends at Rewind Photo Lab out of these four shots. I think my favorites are the Lost in the Mist shot and the Wave Crashing shot. Very nice, and, um, very nice. I'm so yeah, there's the where, first. Yeah. Yeah, is he? Is that Sydney or New South well, Wales? I just looked that up. Coldale Beach is uh, just north of Wollongong, or the Gong. Don't they call it the Gong? I'm not really from know. that area. I think it's is that Central Coast, New South Wales. I think they call it just south of Sydney, between Sydney and Wollongong. Very nice, very nice. Great to great to see some Aussies here in the mix. Um, yeah. So yeah, there is some. There's four images here. There are two uh, vertical and two horizontal. Uh, Oof, so the first controversial one, vertical I know, panel. I know. So the, the first one is a wave crash, and the second one is the locks. But look, there's a whole lot of locks um, yes. put on a fence. Which why do people yep. do that? I, I've never understood why people do that. Uh, they put their names on it. They put their names on it, like you know, um, Matthew uh, and Xpan. Yeah, MJ for XPAN <laughs> and a little love heart, and they, and they lock it, it on there. Yeah. I think it originated in the UK or something. Well, there is a bridge in Paris, isn't there, with all these locks on oh, bridges? Yeah. And I think, isn't it, yeah. aren't the locks so heavy now? The bridge might close. I, heard, I don't know if well, that's true, but. Okay. So they, they people started doing it to a bridge here in Melbourne, and yeah. the council went, well, that bridge is no longer, you know, it's got a a weight issue because of all yep. the heavy metal padlocks and they cut them all off and they landed in the Yarra with all the other junk. They, did, they so, didn't like put some kind of tray underneath. Oh, oh look, I wasn't there Actually, when they cut them off. I was well, just no. exaggerating for dramatic. But purposes. I wonder if like, if people like put a, you know, they, they fall in love and they, they do the romantic thing, put the lock on mm. the bridge and they unveil it. Here, here you go, my love. I put a lock on the bridge. If they ever split up, do you reckon they go back and just take it off? And I don't know. Anyway. Uh, I think I would. People are, well, I would too. People are very strange, aren't they? Human beings are very strange. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. the second picture. The third one is a very lovely, misty sort of shot. Uh, some trees yeah. in the bottom right-hand corner sort of, and sort of mm -hmm. you can sort of the, see the trees disappearing into the mist there. And the last one yeah. is a nice kind of pine-looking tree. Norfolk pine, I believe, yeah, Mr. Pine. Murray. Oh, Norfolk pine. Very nice. Norfolk very nice. pine. I had no folking idea about that one. <laughs> You like that? Oh. <laughs> no, 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 fucking <gasps> idea. Um, which wait, now you you like my jokes? You liked my high my high six four five joke on Lucy Lumen's Analog Adventures, didn't you? <laughs> oh my God! You, you sent me the, the fact that roll, they left it in. You sent me the roll on in. the floor emoji for that one. Oh, I I roll. I was Rolf Copters for that one. <laughs> so, which one is your favorite of Michael's shots here? Which which one's uh, your favorite? The first one. Yeah, Easy, yeah, the first yeah. one. I do like yeah. the third one, but I, I think I do like the first one there of the, the beautiful waves crashing into some rocks and stuff there on uh, Coldale Beach. Uh, so fantastic. Uh, brilliant. Well done to Michael. And we're going to head on now to Adrian Doyle. And I have scored a very nice short one from Adrian. Adrian has entered <laughs> a very, I think Adrian's entered every single Matt Loves Cameras competition. So good on you, Adrian. My fantastic camera is once again, the lovely Ansco Pix Panorama that I received in the 2018 Emulsive Secret Santa. I have not got my Secret Santa present yet this year. Hopefully it'll come in January. Uh, by the way, that was me saying that, not Adrian. Thanks, Matt, for the motivation <laughs> to take 
take this camera out for another spin. You're most welcome, Adrian. And there's four lovely pictures here. One is of uh, looking at a roof with a bicycle, looking on, like a, on a chimney sort of thing. The next one mm -hmm. is of a nice mural there with a lady with what looks like a lovely Afro. And she's got the word hope on a mask. And we all need a bit of that at the moment. And then the, and the next one down is come kind of uh, another piece of sort of wall art. of What, what is that on that, that third it's image a, there? I think it's a soot gremlin. A soot gremlin which is like a whole lot of soot together with eyes yeah uh, which is kind of cool and the last one it looks like what is the last one do you think that is uh, that's is it microwave? that is my favorite subject yeah stuff left out in the hard street. rubbish ah hard, hard rubbish, rubbish. Yep. yep so you've got what looks like a maybe a microwave on the left there and yes. a table and some other stuff uh, a so, mysterious thing covered in foil in the middle i'm intrigued yeah very very mysterious on what looks like a tree stump which one is your yeah. favorite matthew Number four, easy. Number four, I quite yeah. like the colours of number two, the 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 wall art there. Oh, number yeah. two, but I I I, I can appreciate a good uh, you know hmm. hard rubbish on the street kind of photo as well. So fantastic, well on to Adrian, um, and we're going to head on now to Brian Smith. Would you like to oh read out Brian? Oh God, you rip, you you made this happen that I get the long one somehow. This one, this one isn't sure a long one. <laughs> this one isn't even a long one. You <laughs> wait till later on. We got a few doozies. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Brian Smith. I was very excited to try out my new Anscopix panorama camera. I've always loved the panora panoramic perspective since I was a kid looking uh, at, I guess he wanted to say, at a panoramic photo in museums. Uh, it was fun composing for the different proportion. I am a big fan of wanting to make the comp... I'm a big fan of wanting to make the composition in camera. Okay, that's good. Um, I all, I'm also a big fan of Lomography 400CN, which is the film I use for this project. I like having a project to shoot for. It keeps the creative process fresh. Mm. All of the photos submitted were taken on my in my hometown of Kent, Ohio, USA. I don't have a favorite. I like them all for different reasons. I developed and scanned this film, just a touch of Lightroom and Photoshop to crop and pop lol uh thank you for putting on this competition i very much enjoyed it smiley face emoji excellent another another satisfied customer this is great putting on these competitions yeah. i do get a kick yeah. out of when people say they they enjoy entering and they like taking part in the project so thank you so much to brian mm. i think brian is a first time entrant to the competition and he's got four crackers here and the first three of beautiful colors there's uh, the first one looks like some kind of railway kind of infrastructure there with the railway mm. kind of the flashing lights second one is a nice yep. hot air balloon with some like autumnal trees or i guess as they mm -hmm. would say in america they're fall they fall what's the adjective no, for fall uh, the season i don't know we say we say autumnal no. here but what do they say fall trees i don't know fall, fall looking trees. fallen falling trees fallen? No, I don't, I don't <laughs> but they're sort of orangey golden leaves aren't they the third one is yep. um a, a very sort of red kind of uh purpley hedge uh mm -hmm. and it's a haircut it does need a haircut and the fourth one is uh some some nice kind of writing on the ground that says stop and some arrows mm. and some other lettering which one is your favorite uh the the the, the last one the stop the painted Ooh. road is definitely uh, up my alley. Yeah, I mean, when I looked at Brian's photos initially, I thought they're actually photos that I would, the kind of photos I would take. They're very yeah. similar in style to me. I, I, I do like the stop one, but I'm thinking, do I go for the, 
the first one or the second one. Uh, I'm, I want to go for, I do love a good hot air balloon. So I think my favorite's the hot air balloon mm. one there. So uh, okay. well done to Brian and uh, fantastic that you enjoyed the competition. You're listening to Matt Loves Cameras. That's the one you're going to use. <laughs> <laughs> The next one comes from Christian Goebel from Germany, and I will read this out. The morning I picked up my wide pick panorama camera, it was foggy down in the Main Valley. I think it's it says it's, it says Main, but I think it's Mine, isn't it, or is it Main? I don't know. Main Valley. No, so I picked no up, idea. No idea. I picked up a roll of black and white film. Normally, I shoot Ilford XP2, but in my cupboard there was a roll left of Ilford Delta 400, most likely expired. I didn't mind and took it. I went to work. When I left the valley, the sun came out. I had to change my plan. No moody, foggy photos, but sunny morning photos. I passed an old meadow with scattered fruit trees and stopped for the first shoot. The sun was still very low, so I tried some shoots against the sun. I drove to work and a little little too long it was already autumn the day was short and the light was gone quite fast i decided to explore nature from our company's parking area i failed hard as i wanted to take photos of the little stream at the park deck the photos are mainly black uh, that is a problem with these these cameras isn't it if you don't get enough light um mm. finally i also managed to get some shots from here and also my adventure ends for this role of ilford delta 400 well these are four actually you know really that description it sounded like uh, chris had a, a bit of a you know some problems taking the photos but then you look at the photos mm. and they're like well he did pretty pretty well these are four great photos the first yeah. one looks like uh is that i mean i know he mentioned a street it looks like a road oh, it's a road isn't it yeah it's like the white it's mark a painted, road it's a painted it's a road line. painted line yeah second one is uh again sort of looking out to this you know autumnal winter landscape of the trees have got a few leaves on left and you've got a mm. really wicked sort of light leak around the, the lens part is it or something oh, like that that's a flare that's that's lens, lens flare. flare lens flare excellent or an uh, angel it's an angel, the angel of the, the Mind Valley. And yeah. the third one is a nice meadow. Uh, and again, you can sort of see it's a nice sunny day there. And the last one is a bit darker, but again, it's of the meadow, some kind of meadow, I'd say, with the, with yeah. the, uh, the nice flowers there in the foreground. Mm -hmm. Which one's your favourite? Uh, number four again. I like mm. the, it's nice and uh, uh, meaty, they're nice and dark, and there's some good yep. vignetting going on on the sides as well. Yeah, there is, there is. And yeah, no, that's my favorite. I've got to go for the the lens flare one, number two. I really like that one. I think okay. the uh, the lens flare kind of gives yep. you a bit of a, a a point of focus, a point, you know, a focal point in the image, looking at a tree there. And uh, yeah, hmm. I really like it. So well done to Chris. Excellent results. And we're going to head now to the United States and you can read out Christina's. Christina Thomas. Uh, all photos were shot with the Vivitar IC101 in brackets. I Honestly, love this little gem of a camera. What do, uh, what do Americans call brackets? They call them parent, they call them parentheses, don't they? I think that is that a mathematical term. I think maybe? it is here, but I think I don't. I don't think they call them brackets. Hey, I think they call them parent, parentheses. Those curvy maybe. things. That's what she put. That's what Christina we're not put. in America, Matt. We're not, but you have to recognise. <laughs> That Matt loves cameras has a lot of fans. To all my American <laughs> friends, we will we will sing the Star Spangled Banner at the end of this episode, if we have time. Oh, okay. something about the the rockets 
the rocket's red flare. When it, there's a, there's a I, I don't actually know war. the words, but I have Google. The, the national anthem is about war. Uh, yes, as is England, as is France's. <laughs> <laughs> there are many, many national anthems. Uh, I never war. thought about that. Yeah. 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 And we England. got Advanced Australia Fair about Gert. Our home is girt by sea, which no one yeah, actually ever it. knew what the word girt was until they they made right. our national anthem. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll, <sighs> we'll get back to it. Yes. Um, I I use Lomography Lomochrome Purple. Uh, just love me some Lomochrome Purple in parentheses. <laughs> in parentheses. Um, <laughs> uh, all pictures were developed by the Darkroom Lab. Dark My room favorite lab. is between the. Overview shot, small town, and the swing set. I love how the swing set popped orange, and I had a lot of fun doing this. Excellent. Glad to hear, Christina. And the first one is of some sort of buildings uh, by the look yeah. of it and some nice colors to the sky there, that kind of aqua color in the sky. The second one looks like it's there's some sort of fields there, sort of a rural scene, and some silos on the left. Third one yeah. is a nice scene, a uh, nice uh, sort of scene overlooking a town there. And you've got a really bright pop of some really red sort of trees there yeah. in the bottom left. And yep. the old playground shot at the bottom. Which one's your favorite? Uh, <laughs> number four again. Number four? <laughs> the playground. Just the Are you an autopilot? Are you just saying number four every time? No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I don't, you know, like, yeah, no, it's number four. Definitely. That color is... You know something else it is it is it's very nice very nice uh i do like number one though as well I, I like the palette of those those purples and the blues but i guess yeah i don't know i guess we are we are we judging this on purpleness or on panora- panoramicness um mm-hmm. a bit of both yeah a bit from my column a, a bit from column b so I, I i'll go for the first one i like the first one and you like number four and that yep. is going to lead us on nicely to steve madsen so here we go are you recording who these results the results what do you mean who you know which ones we like are you recording it no <laughs> I sh- you know i should because so, so it, professional <laughs> it's a problem because um well it doesn't really matter so because we have to wait for the second round of entries to come in and then we have to decide oh, yeah. on, a, on a winner uh, oh, okay i guess in a way no. it doesn't matter who's our favorite is except for the zine okay. in the zine i've got All to right. choose uh so yeah yeah, yeah so for me it's one yeah. one four Four, four, four. <laughs> well, you're recording, so I don't need to record yours. <laughs> so as long as you're recording yours, I know which one. I know, I'll know which ones are my favourites by looking at them. Steve Madsen, okay. I shot Kodak Pro Image 100 on a Cypria two-way camera. Never heard of it, but he's got a nice picture mm. of it here. Made in China and had the film developed and scanned by Grey Tones Photography Lab in Newcastle, New South Wales. I've forgotten how much it is to shoot film without the need to fiddle with exposure or focus. Yes, it can be a very liberating process when you have a a fun sort of toy camera. I shot the roll over several days in different light conditions and learned as much as I could about how to get the best out of my little plastic beauty. My favorite image is morning sky. I love how the clouds seem to reach across the sky onto the glass. Thanks, Matt. A truly fantastic experience. And I've added a fun little camera to my kit. Wow. Great to hear it. So I'm guessing that the one that Steve is referring to, because I did not put these. Oh, yeah. There's the first one. So it looks like there in the first one, there's a nice photo there of an angle uh, with a lot, lot of buildings we have here in Australia. Are those, these sort of glass kind of buildings? Mm. Um, it says beautiful reflections there of the clouds and you can't, kind of tell where the clouds stop and the yeah it's a really nice sort of yeah. 
look to that. It's fantastic. Second one is uh, sort of some sort of rural outreach over the, the town of Newcastle by the look of it. Hmm. Um, so I actually went to Newcastle about a, just about a year ago. And um, I think just in the middle top there, there's a beach. It was a surfing beach and there was a surfing competition on. Um, so yeah, good, good memories in Newcastle. The third one down is that this is a very sort of Australian scene, isn't it, Matthew? This is you know, mm. the old, the, is it, they Norfolk pines as well? Probably. Yeah. The old Norfolk pines by the beach, the blinding light of the sun first thing in the morning and, you know, people up and out there exercising at some ungodly hour of the morning. Uh, so it's a very Australian scene. And the last one, shout out to Norco, um, milk, milk. There's a, a, a tram, there's a tram with Norco milk on the side. Do you have Norco milk in Melbourne? No, I don't no, we, think we, I've we ever seen it. Here either. No, uh, must be a New South Wales thing. We don't, we don't get that up here. We get Mulaney, uh, you know, we have all of the normal milk, of course, the Coles and Woolworths yeah. milk, but then we have Mulaney dairy farmers milk. Uh, Do our, you remember mm, in the 90s when remember? there was a big drought? I thought I thought you were going to sing the milk fire. No. Yeah. And the milk from New South Wales tasted different to the Queensland milk. Do you remember that? No, I'm a, I was over, mm. I was in England for a lot of, well, for a fair portion of the nineties. So maybe it was. Oh, that's yeah, right. You're old. Sorry. Old. I forgot. So, um, but I just no. remember that we, there was a big drought and yeah. I lived quite close to the New South Wales border and yeah. we would get New South Wales products. Yep. I just remember this one particular milk we would get was tasted quite different to queensland milk and they'd the had cows, a bad drought the cows had been chewing on different grass yeah well you yeah. know it's like ginger nuts the arnott's ginger nuts uh apparently there are <laughs> four different different recipes for ginger yeah. nuts in australia depending on which state you live in i've uh, heard this yeah and some are like really hard and some are softer and some are sweeter and and then you've got those yeah. horrible new zealand ginger nuts which break your teeth i'll fight you do you, do you like them? Yes. They're horrible. They honestly, you take a bite and you think, you're, you know, half your mouth has just come out in the, in, you know, the teeth coming out. What are they called? Next, the time, we, next, next time we meet, I'm going to have a packet of ginger nuts <laughs> in my bag and I'm going to well, make you eat them. I used to be well known for my my love of ginger nuts. That sounds a bit weird. But um, someone for Christmas where I used to work, she bought me a glass, like a glass cookie jar full of ginger nuts. It was a very, it was a very thoughtful oh. present. Very thoughtful. Yeah, I had a friend, his nickname was Ginger Nuts. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> On to the judging of the competition. Which one is your favorite? I think you're going to break um, your cycle here and you're not going to vote for number four. No, because it's just a tram. Um, I think two. Oh, I want, okay, three. Definitely yeah. three. That could that photo could have been taken not far from where you hung out with um miss lumen the first time and in cool and gather yeah it's a very that, very typical beachside scene, yeah isn't it yeah uh, although this one was taken in, in newcastle but it, it is a very that is a very typical you could hmm. pretty much all up and down i don't know about the west coast but certainly all up and down the east coast of australia um you know this is a very typical scene those pine trees uh the sea early morning sun so yeah hmm. i really like that image i i i it's a yep. different planet on the West Coast. No one, yes. no one knows what it's like over there. West Coast represent. I don't think we've got anyone from the West Coast representing in this competition. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I'll go Surprise. number two. I like number two. Okay. Yeah, it's nice. It's a like number two. Yeah. 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 Cool. Have on we agreed to... on one yet? For a winner? 
No, for oh, one no, we have both liked at the same time. I was going to say, it's a bit premature. Ugh. The competition doesn't end until the 17th of April. So we haven't no, no, received... I look, I'm accepting bribes from now on, basically, if well, anyone's... The fix, the fix will be in. Um, yeah. And the next one is from Dale Willits. Of course, Dale is over there in the West Midlands of England. Dale has been a regular loyal listener of the podcast for some time. And when Dale, um, Dale actually ordered his fantastic zine, I actually sent Dale, um, what happened was the, the zine before the last zine, I sent Dale some cherry ripes. Uh, which of course is an Australian delicacy. It's dark chocolate <laughs> with um, cherry, mushed up cherries and coconut. It sounds horrible, but they're quite, they're quite nice. I like them. And I sent Dale some uh, different Aussie uh, chocolates and the, the report back from Dale was that he really liked cherry ripes. So when he, yeah. a few months later or a year later or whenever it was, when he ordered um, purple grain, I upgraded his, his, uh, his postage and I, I, I snuck a few cherry ripes in there and uh, in, including the limited edition dark chocolate cherry ripe. Oh, no, double coat, the double coat, uh, okay. which pretty much tastes exactly the same as a normal one. Uh, are you, are mm. you a fan of the cherry ripe or it's not your thing? Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind the cherry ripe. It's not my go-to yep. sort of chocolate, same. but same. yeah, I, I don't mind it. What about a bounty? Are you, are you a fan of a bounty? Yeah, same, same. That goes, that falls into the same. Yeah, if you if you gave me a bounty, I would eat it. It's a funny thing though. They they kind of quite often when you have those selection packs of chocolates, you know, like big tins. The cherry ripes mm. and the bounties are usually the ones that are left in the tin. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And the horrible Turkish delight ones, and and you know, sometimes the caramel ones get left in there as well if people don't like caramel. We're definitely gonna fight next time we catch up. Why? What, what do I said now? <laughs> Turkish delight is oh the my best. god, that is rank. Turkish delight the is the best. most rank chocolate. It is disgusting. Oh my god, it's all foul. Of- all of the Arabic listeners just turned off. <laughs> I, I don't think they eat Cadbury's dairy, um, Cadbury's Turkish. Delight. I know they probably hate. They probably uh, hate the bastardization of their national. Exactly, treat, but you know. But my, when we, yeah. we we go to a we we get a kebab, um, my they always sell Turkish the real, not the chocolate Turkish delight, but yeah, you know the, the, the big pink cube, the sugary one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife, my wife likes that. Uh, yeah. So she's a big fan of Turkish life. So uh, um, here we go. We're on to we're on to. Dale, I was going to say I was going to say something controversial for people to write write in about about the chocolate Turkish. from Aldi. The chocolate you can buy from Aldi, yeah, is as good as, if not better, than the proper brands of chocolate. We, are you talking dark or milk? All of it. Really? See, yeah. I used to I used to be a fan of their dark chocolate. Um, mm. I like the fact that it comes in those individually little wrapped bars. Like you open up the pack and then it's like four or five individually wrapped bars. I kind of like that, but, yeah. um, no, I've actually, I've actually, uh, deserted Aldi chocolate. I love Coles chocolate and I'll tell you which one There's a Coles 85% dark chocolate that I'm addicted to. Uh, so there you go. Mm. Australian listeners, get yourself into Coles. If you like dark chocolate and try the Coles home brand, 85% dark chocolate, $2.50. It is a bargain. This episode of Matt Loves Cameras was brought to you by Cole's Supermarkets. <laughs> and Turkish Delight. Not Turkish Delight. <laughs> yes. And Turkish and your local Delight. Kebab, and your local kebab shop. Pop in for some real yeah. Turkish Delight. Uh, so so Dale, they still have do Uncle Tony. They still have Uncle Tony's in Queensland? What's Uncle Tony's? Uh, not the Uncle Tony's kebabs? Okay, yeah, that's good. No, that's good. All right. Let's have a look at these photos. So you're, you're reading I've Dale's. Read. I've got to read. Dale Willett. Made with a Panamate wide angle, a truly awful piece of plastic shite. 
<laughs> Beep. Um, a camera with a mind of its own that seems to decide for no reason at all whether it's going to use a fast shutter speed, a slow shutter speed, or even bulb mode each time you press the shutter. Even Ooh, though, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Ref referee, yeah, I know, right. adjudication I, I look, here. What's look, this um, variable shutter speeds? Yeah. What's going on here? I know. We need a formal investigation <laughs> for this. Stewards inquiry. I, I, I believe uh, there's a uh, expulsion pending. Given that Dale has um, slagged the camera off in the first sentence, uh, okay. and it has been, you know, has been, what's the word? Con not controversial. It has been um, temperamental mm. for him. Yeah. Um, let's yeah. have a look. I'm just, it, I'm sounds, just... it sounds like. It's a dog of a camera. Well, so I've just found an image of it. It does, to be fair, it does look like the kind of crap that we, we okay. should, the craptastic. Yeah, I think we're okay. Right. We'll, I'll give it the green light. Okay. Okay. Great. Thumbs up from, from, from the boss. Thumbs up. Uh, okay. Where are we? Even though there is only one shutter speed and no electronics or automation uh, of any okay. kind. Right. Uh, okay. Oh, we got to, you got to edit that out now. Yeah. The color shots are on Kodak Gold 200, stand developed in Bellini. C41 cams for one hour. The mono shots are on Il Ilford HP5. Stand developed for two hours in one to 100 Rodinal. Nice. So the first one we've, got, we've got kind of mirror. Oh, I thought you might have let me describe them for a Oh, change. sorry. Yeah. I'll, no, please do. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> so the first shot is some kind of mirror yep. <laughs> against a fence. There's something in the mirror reflecting a sign or a lamp, maybe. Yep. Yep. Uh, the second one is a stormwater drain with some uh, pedestrian uh, access. On I'll take the, the canal. I'll take the canal. Okay. Oh, you reckon those houseboats go down there? Well, yeah, in theory they could. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, the around the West one... Midlands, there are quite a few canals. And so I, I would suggest that's a canal. Are they far canals? I think, I believe they are. I believe they okay. are. They go right. very far. Yeah, it's good. Um, a, a third photo, we have a, um, what are those large format cameras called? Um, Intrepid yes, large format yep. camera, I believe, mm -hmm. on a tripod. Looks like a very and, scenic um, location, doesn't it? A third one. Hmm, there's, a, there's an old bridge and some... Some waves of some sort. and Yeah, yeah. like I think that water is moving. I think. It is. It is, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then the last one, we got some, like, a meadow with a tree in the middle and some trees on the side. Idyllic rural scene of the West Midlands there. Mm, okay. nice, there's probably some nice wild blackberries in those bushes and yeah. Hmm. Very nice. Um, so which one is your favorite? Oh, I think it's going to be between one and oh, see, look, I kind of like three fours out. I don't, I'm not interested. Um, oh, okay. Let's say three. Let's, yeah, let's go I, three. I I think I like three and four actually. Um, and okay. uh, just as, as uh, you know, friend of the the show, Gref, Jeff, I can't even speak. As friend of the show, Jeff Greenstein would say, "I'll be a contrarian and I'll go for number four. I, I like that. I, it reminds me of, of of summer days or autumn days in the in the West Midlands, trying to find yeah. blackberries and hoping they're not poison. You're a bit of an you're a bit of an anglophile though. Aren't you? You well, like indeed, your... indeed, I do like yeah. my bit of English culture. Bit of English culture. Uh, uh -huh. like that. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> so we're moving on, moving on to uh, Dave Clark. Now, Dave, Dave isn't there, wasn't there a band called Dave Clark? Dave, wasn't Dave Clark a musician um, or something? 
Dave Clark. Mm. Yes, he was an Don't English musician and he had a band called the, the Dave Clark Five. So there you go. I'm guessing this isn't the same Dave Clark because this lovely gentleman is in the United States. And he and Dave writes, a good day, Matt. I like that. Good day, Matt. Good First, day. Good day, mate. Good day, Matt. First, I would like to thank Ken Bertram. Yes, what a champion Ken Bertram is for the gift of the Panorama Wide Pick Focus Free with Panoramic Lens. I've actually lost, oh, this is me speaking, by the way, not now, not Dave. Uh, I've actually <laughs> lost track of how many cameras Ken gave away. I think it was seven in the end. So uh, thank you so much to Ken. Ken really souped up and powered this competition over there in the, the United States. So thank you to Ken for, for sending out those the, the wonderful spare cameras you've had. Uh, very, very kind. And we're back to Dave now. My Holger WPC and wide were way over the weight class. So thank you, Ken. The camera was a blast to shoot without much care as it is focus-free. Just have to remember to open the lens cover. Yes, that's a, that's a trick for, for young players. As I learned what a pain in the ass it is to rewind. Yes, some of these, some of these toy cameras are a real pain. Um, the photos, Alley Cat and Big Boy were shot using Kodak Gold 200, vintage 2012. And the photos, Portsmouth Lovers Wall and William Bray Memorial Park were shot with Seattle Filmworks 200 Vintage 2000. Of course, Seattle Filmworks. It wasn't that EC2N. Yes, it was. I was just thinking about um, EC2N uh, film there. And then Dave's next sentence says, they were all developed at home in e ECN2 kit supplied by Eric J. Sorry, I'm really tripping over my words here, guys conspiracy of car eric j of course is a conspiracy of cartographers of course one of the the wonderful podcasters on the all through a lens podcast uh, and of course if you uh, if you listen to all through a lens or if you buy one of eric zines you will find out about seattle filmworks um i think uh, yeah uh, eric is uh, sounds like eric is quite fascinated with the history of of that company uh, and um and certainly shooting their film and uh, where are we? Where are we in the thing here? Here we go. Alley Cat was shot in South Windsor, Connecticut. Big Boy was shot in Chaplin, Connecticut. Portsmouth Lovers, Portsmouth Lovers War was in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And lastly, William Bray Memorial Park was in South. Now, I would say Berwick because that's how they would yeah. pronounce it in Scotland or England. But I, being mm -hmm. America, I'm going to say it's South Berwick. South Berwick Ooh. in Maine. Yeah, sorry. I, I don't know. I'm making that up. As for them, your favorite. I name them all. As I've always said, I shoot what I like and I like what I shoot. Good philosophy. Keep up the good work, Matt. Enjoyed the challenge of shooting a plastic, craptastic pano camera. Can't wait for the next challenge. I thank you so much, Dave. And um, now just speak, before we, before we describe Dave's photos, there's actually going to be three mm. competitions this year, Matthew. And I'm interested mm. in seeing how many you'll be entering. So mm -hmm. the first one, the first one is this one that we're in. And so you're, you're already down for this one. Yeah. The yeah. second one is going to be, oh, I feel like, um, oh no, that's okay. I'm not, I'm not, that's okay. I'll, I'll keep going. The second one is going to be one called <laughs> X, X pro. X -Pro. Oh. So can you guess what X pro competition's about? It's going to be some cross processing. of you know it. Um, Slide, you know oh, it. and I just realized that I did receive a roll of slide film recently. In you the did. You, re you received from me. Wow. Roll of, was it Kodak Ektachrome 64T from memory? Yes, quite yeah. possibly. So you'll need some good light for that down there in, in Victoria. You know, you don't want to mm. be shooting it in your winter. Um, no. So, but that is a, that's a wonderful film to cross process. I've had about two or three rolls that cross, cross processed. And so, yeah, so that is the second competition this year. And the third competition this year 
will be the Lomography Turquoise competition, assuming that they do ship it out Ooh. in decent time. So how, how many, are you already down for one of these competitions? Will you be entering mm-hmm. X-Pro and Turquoise? Uh, yeah, I'll definitely enter X-Pro. Turquoise, Turquoise? I'll, you know, I'll definitely take it into consideration. Take it, okay, so that's, that's, uh, that's one, two, two yes and one maybe. Okay, that's good, that's mm. good. Yeah. Okay, back to Dave. Um, would you like to describe Dave's photos? I was going to say, I was going to say earlier, my you, my old go-to film to cross-process used mm-hmm. to be Agfa Vista 200. Ah. Vista? Agfa Vista? That's a oh, no, color negative the, film. No, it was, it was an Agfa, it was an Agfa one. What did you yeah. say? The slide film, the slide 100 film is... Presia or Presisa or something like that. Oh, that's it. Presia. <clears throat> Presia. Yeah, Presia 200. I never knew how to yeah. say that. Presia. I've actually got some Presia. Yeah, yeah no. But, but it, it's it, only in 100, though, that I've got it. Yeah, it um, it's, it's cross-processes very well. You don't really hmm. get a color shift. Okay. Um, but you'll get a very good contrast. Hmm, interesting. Okay. High Maybe contrast. I'll shoot some now. Yeah. Excellent. So okay. poor old Dave's listening to this going, hurry up, but you get to my description. So do you want to, who's, who's doing it? Who's going to do yeah, that? I'll do it. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll describe them. So we've got some Americana. Yes. Uh, it's a bowling alley. Obviously there's an old truck parked yep. underneath the alley cat cafe sign. You reckon that's a uh, next week, week or a Studebaker or what is it? It's a truck, Matt. <laughs> okay. Your truck knowledge <laughs> is as good as mine. Yep. Yep. Um, oh, it's a heavy, rigid truck. Yes, because it it hasn't got a trailer. Um, that's a bit of work coming through there. Um, uh, then next we've got a statue. It looks like the um character from the Simpsons, Sim- the Simpsons, <laughs> the Simpsons that came to came alive and terrorized the town. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodbye. You know the just just don't look character. Oh, we got some more padlocks on a fence. More padlocks. And they got, would believe it. Oh, more look, padlocks on a they fence. They got hearts on them, Matt. Look at that. That's that's nice. We can actually see the the the, the details yeah. here of the hearts. Yep. Yeah. And then so, we've got a yep. uh, a low bridge, or it might yes. be a it might actually be a viaduct of some kind going across some water. And some wonderful autumn colours in that last one. You can just see the trees are uh, and the reflection of the, and oranges. Yes, the reflections one. Reflection well. of the clouds and mm, the water is yeah. good too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So which one is your favorite? Oh, I'm going to go with number four. Number four. I like number four as well. Number four does look like uh, it's going to be a painting. It It does. It looks very impressionist. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. um, Stippling of the paint there. Yeah. The film grain. Have you ever shot um, a film that needs ECN2 developing? No. No, I can't say I have. Maybe we should put that on the 2022 list. Hey, that's, uh, you know, because I think it's a place, Mm. isn't there a place in Melbourne that um, sells and develops uh, with that process? Uh, I always see people mention it in Facebook groups. Um, I am. I have no idea. Well, you need to get out more quite clearly because all this, all this stuff's happening. All this stuff's happening in Melbourne, Matthew. uh, And you're you're on the doorstep. You're you're at the coalface. It's a a big city. It's a big city. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. What's it? Five million people? I don't know. Yeah. About four million of them aren't wearing masks. Well, yeah, much the same as things in uh, Southeast (laughs) Queensland as well. If you would like to support this podcast, why not buy our dad a coffee? Visit coffee.com. That's K-O-F-F. 
bit.ly.com forward slash Matt Loves Cameras and buy him a coffee for just $3. Okay, so whose whose turn is it to? Is it my turn for? No, it's your turn to uh, describe. Yeah, Dave Mahali, the old camera guy, on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, he's everywhere. Great videos from Dave's channel. Uh, would you like to read out Dave's entry, Matthew? I'll read out Dave's little writing bit. Um, <clears throat> okay. I loaded my trusty Ansco Pix Panorama with Kodak Ultramax 400 for this shoot. As always, this underrated little gem was a joy to shoot. I processed the roll with my CineStill C41 kit and then scanned the images with my Epson V550 using Epson Scan 2 software. My favorite image is the tracks of my tears as it features my favorite person, my wife, my wife, uh, in a nice <laughs> moment of serendipity, a light rain appeared as I was parking near I was, I was parking near the train tracks. My wife grabbed an umbrella, which was just the right element to finish the scene. Without the rain, there would have been no umbrella, and this would have been a very different image altogether. Very good uh, Borat impression there. My wife. Um, yeah. It's funny. It, it, I've, lately, I've been doing with my son, I've been doing high five. And my son oh, yeah. said to me, you know, where's that from? And I showed him, I didn't want to show him the Borat movie. He's only, he's only 11, but I showed him the Borat yeah. high five. And then when I rewatched that video with Lucy and uh, in, in the video with Lucy on Lucy Lumen's Analog Adventures, we we're playing around with the GA645. And yeah. when we, we didn't, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And Lucy was saying, how do you load this camera, Matt? I'm like, I don't bloody yeah. know. I'll, I'll just try to load it up. And so when we did yeah. it, we said, I went, high five. I didn't, it's funny, until I watched it back a second time, I didn't even realize I was doing this, yeah. um, you know, Borat style impression. You Just yeah. speaking about, again, we're going to interrupt someone's entries here. Yeah. You had a GA645, didn't you? Yeah, I still got it. The wide oh, really? one. Oh, the yes. white one. Yeah. Wide. Oh, the wide one. Wide. So what, what lens is on that bad boy? I don't know. What, wider than standard. Wider than standard. I think expect... it's a 45 millimeter. That's, that's pretty wide because. I don't know. Well, I, could I guess be that'd be a wrong. 28 mil equivalent maybe or something like that. Or... Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. 28 yeah, very mil nice. equivalent. Yeah. You're a bit of a wide boy, aren't you? You know? So, yes. okay. So, yeah. Dave Mahali, the old camera guy, let's talk about Dave's pictures here. Would you like to describe them? Okay. All right. We've got some, uh, we've got some uh, rail, train, uh, train tracks yep. going through the panorama diagonally. Train. Yep. Uh, we've got a road disappearing into the distance with some, um, I'm guessing that's corn field mm -hmm. on the, on the right-hand side and Could some be. other... Yep crop on the left uh, the, the next one we've got a uh, silos of some kind and i'm going to get have a guess and say they could be like maybe hops or something for Ooh. yeah because there used to be a similar silo near where i lived in christchurch and that was for storage of hops similar um, silo and it's quite hard to say yeah similar, silo. similar silos sing swiftly and something simon um, similar then, silos Simon says, similar, uh, similar silos, <laughs> sing softly, swaying swiftly in the sunset. Um, and then the bottom one, we've got a double rail bridge. Yes. With Four a, sets of tracks. With a, with a my wife in the front with her umbrella. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. I wonder if those, 
one of those two railway bridges, like, you know, here in Australia, oh, here in Queensland, we've got the, the gateway bridge, right? And they built one yeah. gateway bridge and then they realised about 20 years later, actually, we need another one. And they built another one, exactly the same bridge, side by side. Do you reckon that's what they did with that railway bridge there? Because there's... Are there two gateway bridges now? Yeah, like for like ages. How did I not know there were two of them? Yeah, there's two. So they built one and then there was only two lanes either side or something ridiculous. I, was, I think there was three line, lanes going south, three lanes going north. Um, and mm-hmm. then they, this is about 20 years ago, they built a second one right next to it. Oh. So now one bridge is north and one bridge is south. Um, I didn't know that there were two. I, maybe yeah. I... But they but renamed, I, I remember... Yeah. I remember going over the gateway bridge with my dad in the car and we, you know, have a little panic if we had some change. Yeah, you'd, you'd throw two dollars in this big bucket oh to my get God, over the toll. Into the bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, there's no there's no it's all done, you know, automatically these days with the transponders in your car and stuff. Uh, yeah. but the funny thing is that they're not even called the gateway bridge anymore here in Brisbane. They've renamed it some after some guy, um Sir Leo, Sir Leo You can't even say the name. Helsh. Yeah. Hill Helsh. Well, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, who is he? What did he do? I think he was a public servant who had a lot to do with the infrastructure of Queensland. Um, unfortunately, people will just call them the Gateway Bridges. But do you reckon that's yeah. back to the picture here? Do you reckon that's what they did yeah. with these railway bridges? They built one and they actually they went, mm, actually, we need another one. Let's just build another one. Well, do you think they yeah, built definitely. all of them from scratch and they said, let's just build well, two exactly the same? I'm going to go out on a limb here, Matt, and say that it looks like there could be, you know, some infrastructure for mills or something nearby you mm-hmm. know we saw some corn and then we, we saw some silos so i'm silos. guessing you know they need to um get the grain in and out so yeah they probably needed a second bridge <laughs> okay so they you're going to upgrade they are slightly different colors if you look at the bridges the one yeah, on the, different the, the, the the right looks a little bit more reddish in tone than one of the so yeah i think i think what they did was they went right we need we, we're getting more rail traffic in we need to duplicate this yep. bridge let's just get the old plans out and save some money and build another one like that uh, there's a so, bridge there's a bridge like that um near or in yatala actually and they oh, use, yeah. then they shoot a lot of films on it i don't mm. know if you can see it from the road anymore but they shot there's a scene from the movie fortress oh yeah shot on that bridge and in yatala. Um, Yatla, famous for its pies. Yeah, it is indeed. So which one of, back to Dave, good old Dave, which which one of mm. your images do you like here from Dave? We crept on a bit, didn't we? We did um, I kind of like the second one. Yep, yep. Yeah. I like, I think, I, I think I'm with you again in this one. I think I like the second one as well. Oh, the, nice, one of the um, second one says Malcolm Kingswell underneath it. Did well, you know that? That's a mistake because Malcolm Kingswell's got the next entry <laughs> in the competition. So oh, the image is not called Malcolm Kingswell. Yeah. Uh, so would you like to read? No, it's my, my turn to read Malcolm Kingswell's entry. Yeah, sucked in. Uh, sucked so in. It's a long one. <laughs> it's a long one. Okay, here we go. Can I take a sip of water? Hang on. Just <laughs> hmm. Okay, here we go. All of these images were taken on a Reader's Digest panoramic camera, which has a giveaway, which was a giveaway camera in the 1970s when you oh, subscribe to Reader's the periodical Digest. Reader's. I used to love going to the doctors and, and yes. pick up a copy of Reader's Digest. And there's always funny yes. stories in there and interesting stuff. And it was a really nice format, wasn't it? It was like a small mm. little book format. It was. Um, you know what sort of format it was, Matt? Do you want to know? A Reader's Digest format? That's no, a digest. Oh, that's actually a digest format. There you go. Um, so there you go. The cameras sell for about five UK pounds, five of your British pounds on eBay, which is just as well because the last image of the four is the very last image that the camera will ever take. Last Reader's Digest ever. 
On the day I was at Dung Dunganess Beach, which is in the surreal area class of which is a surreal area classified as a desert and protected by law from any additional buildings being built. The collection oh. of buildings that exist are eclectic and variable depending on the age and use that was required at the time. Now, I'm just going to look. Is this in Scotland? This has got to be in Scotland, doesn't it? Dunganess Oh, it's Beach. one about Wales. Yeah, Wales. Wales. Oh, gosh. I'm very, I'm very embarrassed that I, I, I said England at first, and then I said Scotland. Oh, they're used to it. The Welsh Dunganess are used Beach. to it. Come on. Isn't it? No, it's in England. It is in England. Okay. There's actually some reviews here of Dunganess Beach. Uh, it's got five, it's got 4.7 stars on Google. And one of the reviews Oof. says, not really a beach for kids. I wonder what goes on at Dunganess <laughs> oh, Beach. Jesus. What's going on? Is it like a nudist Jeez, beach? Or is it God. just da- is it dangerous? Uh, but wow. yeah, there you go. Dunganess Beach, there you go, is in this the south, the far south of England. Uh, fantastic. Must be, it was at Kent, I guess that is. Anyway. Yes. Ah, okay. Sorry. Gosh, we're getting, get back to uh, Malcolm's description here. Okay. So he's talking about uh, Duncan S. Beach and the collection of buildings that are eclectic and variable. Uh, all images were taken on Kodak Gold, expired 2007. Time travel is one of the images, and it is a double exposure with the first image taken at Cardiff Hospital while I waited for my wife to have some dental treatment. Wow, he's back in Wales now. I thought uh-huh. it would be appropriate that she should be the second exposure on the image during a walk on the beach at... Okay, well, you, got, you got me with this one. The, the name of the place is <laughs> WMNT. Graham. WMNT, Munt in, in West Wales. So he's getting around a bit, Malcolm. He's, he's, he, what did what, you say? I don't know. I won't repeat what I said. But <laughs> he's getting around a bit. He's in England. He's in Wales. He's everywhere. Beach boiler is a similar double exposure, this time coming from a combining an image of the boiler room at the aforementioned hospital, combined with an image of Lang, oh man, Langrenog, Langrenog <laughs> front, which is also in West Wales. Dunganess. Now, I'm, I'm actually... Second guessing now. Do you reckon Dunganess really is in Kent or is, is there a second Dunganess Beach? I don't know. I because don't know. I've never been. They're a long way apart. Like Dunganess Beach in the south of England and Wales, they're kind of a long way apart. Or well, um, maybe he traveled. Well, he might have, but um, <laughs> let's have a look. Is there a Dunganess Beach? No, it's it's in England. Okay. Okay. I'll keep going. I'll keep going. Okay. Let's just say it's in the United the, It's the in the United Isles. Kingdom. The, United the British Kingdom. Isles. Correct. Yeah. Uh, this image is truly, so he's talking about um, Beach Boiler. It's a similar double exposure. This image is uh-huh. truly remarkable for the quality of the camera and the lens, which of course is pretty awful for a giveaway camera, but it shows what can be done with the right light conditions and a lot of luck. That's very, very true, Malcolm. You can get some fantastic images uh, on these cameras, especially considering the use of expired film that had been purchased from a boot sale and hadn't been stored with any care. But at least over there with boot sales, you know, like it's pretty cold over in the UK. So, uh, you know, boot sale, boot sale film here in Queensland is like toast. It's like toast, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's yeah. not, you know. Um, oh, well, I, well my, our car, the air conditioning yeah. didn't work yesterday for a little bit and I had to drive for 15 minutes without the air conditioning on. I, I wanted to die. Yes, it's very warm. Mm. Did you put the windows yeah. down? Yeah. 
Okay. That's all fucking <laughs> interesting. And the last yeah, image right, from Malcolm. My head out. Last reader digest ever was taken shortly after the previous image and was the last frame on the roll. As is often the case with cheap cameras, the rewind process was difficult and progressed to impossible when the force, re, when the force required to rewind broke the tiny handle on the rewind knob tragic circumstances malcolm but the camera sounds like it's uh, not in uh, good health it could have been salvageable if it hadn't been a shingle beach oh man imagine dropping a rewind oh. crank on a shingle beach that is that is truly it's truly tragic i did look for a lost part in the shingle for about 10 seconds before 10 seconds Gee, Malcolm gave up pretty quick. 10 seconds. Jeez. I was going to thought he was going to say 10 minutes or something, but 10 Ooh. seconds before resigning the camera. I opened the camera in a dark bag and rewound the film by hand. Time to buy a replacement. That's true. That's true. You, you, mm. They're pretty, pretty cheap, these cameras. And um, well done. I think Malcolm's done a great job here with what is clearly uh, not a very durable kind of camera, but um, mm. he's got a couple of nice double exposures. He has this image of this, this place with all the weird buildings um, which looks really cool. And of course, there's a double exposure uh, of, of his wife on the beach there with some buildings in the background. Which one's your favorite? Oh, it's just hard. I really like the first one. I also really yeah. like the last one. Yeah, I like number two as well. Yeah. It's very eclectic. Eclectic area of by the look of photos it. from Malcolm. Indeed. Mm. I, I, I think I like number one just because it's so, you're just drawn to it and you keep looking at what's going on in the image. Um, yeah, like there's a bit of repetition. Like that building is looks like it's repeated on the left hand side as well. Like as yeah. an exposure. Yes, or it could be. Is it just a different? Oh yeah, no, you're right. No, it's the you're same right. building. It's the same building because it's the same wall. But then yeah. there's like the fourth one. It looks normal down the bottom, yeah. and it's um got this double exposure at the top, and it's yeah. kind of like almost pointing at her head. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you can't you can't really tell where the rocks and the beach end and where the buildings start. It's um, yeah, so that one I, rem, that reminds me of um, Dave Allen's photography. He's mm. very much into that double exposure surrealistness. Yeah, surrealism. Yeah, so I think you've done a um, a great. Which one do you reckon? Which one is the first one? You reckon that's is that Beach Boiler? Beach Boiler is a uh, boiler room. Beach uh, well. Okay, yeah, it's well, got to be that's, that's boiler. That's boiler room. The first one that we like is boiler room. It's got to be. Okay. Yeah. All very right. good. Excellent. Okay. Excellent photos, Malcolm. I really like your creativity there in using that cheap, craptastic camera. You've got excellent results. And even that one, the second one, I really like the second one as well. And the third one, they're really lovely colors. And um, there is some right in the middle of the frame, there is, you know, some good sharpness. And uh, it sort of and falls away off. Um, it's, so, it's yeah. shuffled off, shuffled off this mortal coil, the, the camera. Yeah. But you know, we should we have still a remember minute that. of silence. Minute of silence for the readers. I'll, digest I'll put that in. I'll put that in the edit. One okay. minute All of right. silence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, would you like to read the next one, Francois Levadure from Canada? Francois Levadure. Bonjour. Uh, for this experiment, I decided to dig once more into my big box of cheap cameras and use one that I've never tried before. I settled on a Champagne. Now, are they allowed to call it a champagne camera? Does the camera have to come from that region of France for it to be called champagne? Well, I think it's only, only it... applies to wine. I think the color, oh. you're allowed mm. to use the word as a, as a color. Yeah. That's Otherwise, really being... surprising. It is really. Considering it, considering the 
French. Um, I settled on a champagne-coloured Vivitar IC101. At first, I thought that the colour would make it somehow more luxurious. So I headed to the most luxurious place in the area, namely the Lux Terminal at the airport. Well, okay, the terminal is still under construction and the camera isn't as nice as it could have been. But what I... But what I, but what was I to expect from a camera that contains so little metal that it wouldn't even trip a metal detector? Uh, I was expecting the lens to be a bit on the dim side, so I loaded some Arista EDU 400 ISO film in it. Wise choice, but I feel I would have been better off pulling the film to EL 250, as it would have given me a greater tonal range to work with. The day was a typical. Canadian November day, windy and on the cold side, but at least we had some sunshine. The airport area was empty except for some nervous squirrels Ooh. who were trying to fill their pantry for the winter. Fill their what? Uh, when I came back for the winter, fill oh, their pantry. pantry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Then fill their were you gonna? Were, you gonna put, say something about nuts and panties? Were you? Jeez. I don't know what I was gonna say. Ooh, edit that out. Um, when I came. When I came back home, I promptly developed it in Rodinal as I was really curious to see if it worked. And it did light leaks and all. I did a quick scan to make an index print, but it took me a few days to do the final scans. I was surprised how chunky the grain was chunky. in the end. Chunky. Uh, while I'm really proud of the terminal reflecting in a puddle, I'm quite fond of the backlit grasses. The extra graininess does lend itself really well to the subject, making the whole thing really soft and sweet. I will reuse. Will I reuse that camera? Probably, but not before I figure out where the light is seeping in. Cheers from south of Montreal. And and <laughs> for fun, just try and get your guests to pronounce the real name of the city. <sighs> I can't read that. Hung. Longway. Oh, Longway. he's got any provided a pronunciation guide next to it. Which is probably no Long... more help if you, unless you have <laughs> knowledge of French, but I think no. Longway. And then, Longway. And then yeah. it's, there's mm. a uh, smiley face. Smiley face. Smiley, smiley face emoji. Yeah. So these are four wonderful black and white images from Francois. Hello, Francois. Bonjour, Francois. And so the first one, do you want to, do you want to describe them? Since, or you're, mm. or you're um, exhausted from reading that? No, I'm I'm good. Okay, um, go it's it. obviously some sort of bush or tree. Yep, or back, backlit grasses of some kind. Backlit, backlit grasses. Backlit uh, with a larger tree in the background. It's nice and grainy, and good exposure. Some lens, some uh, lens flare going on. It's a vertical panorama. Controversial. Good luck putting these in the book. <laughs> yeah. <no>. Um, <laughs> There's actually um, a lot is, of vertical panoramas in this competition, as we'll find out. Well, you're going to have to make a rule, I think. <laughs> Horizontal panoramas only. Yeah, ever. You know what I should everything. do? I should, in, in, the, in the zine, I should just put, like, um, I should put them up on each page. I should have them really, like, standing up and do 20 mm. across the page. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You don't get a page to yourself. You get 20 across the page. These here are the vertical entries <laughs> on one page. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy one, two, three, four, five. Okay. Now the next photo. Mm. It's the Lux terminal. Yeah, really nice. Reflected in reflected in the puddle. In the puddle. They um puddle. The magic puddle. Um 
Yeah, it's obviously an airport thing. Yep. And then the next one, we've got a building under construction, obviously on the tarmac, and there's a rear section of a plane sticking out of the building, which is cool. Yep. And then the last photo, we've got some sort of fire hydrant thing, yeah, I believe. It's a lot of taps. A lot of taps. Two, People four, are, six, eight taps. There you people go. are thirsty. People are thirsty. Turn the, one of those bad boys on and yeah. Okay, which one's your favourite? Mm, it's going to be the third one. What? The plane. Yeah. No, I'll go for number two. Yeah. Number two. I like the terminal lux with the, the reflection in the puddle. No, I like the other one with the plane. Yeah, you, the plane you, sticking like, out of the building. You do like a bit more of a industrial kind of scene, don't you? Hmm. Yeah, yeah okay. I that's, do. That's fair enough. That's fair hmm. enough. Excellent. Yeah. So well done to Francois. And we're on to a little bit further south. We're on to the United States where we had an entry from Jody Benarock, who, of course, has entered the competitions before. And Jody has sent in an image of two beautiful cameras here, the, the Nature Company Panorama camera, which looks exactly like the Ansco Pix Panorama. It looks like they... Uh, a sort of um, mm. you know, a branding of a, of a of a camera for the nature company. I don't know who the nature camera nature company is, but here we go. I'm just googling that now. <laughs> it's a it's a California based chain of retail stores that sold scientific toys, telescopes, ah. artwork, fossils, minerals, and gems. So much like the National Geographic um, store, in National Geographic. Yeah. yeah, what's it called? Australian Geographic. Australian Geographic. Australian. Ge that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Brilliant. So Jody writes, I had so much fun with the double exposures I did for the purple competition that I decided to do an entire roll of panorama double exposures this time. I used two twins, an Ansco Pix panorama and a nearly identical the Nature Company promotional camera. Now, if before I've got to interrupt Jody here. Now, what do we think about using twin cameras? Is that in the rules? Do we do we need a steward's inquiry for this? Uh, or... No, they both fit the they both fit the brief. Well, so why not? true, true. Okay, okay, we'll give it a green. We'll give it a you green. You never light. said that they couldn't use two. True, that's true. I didn't say they couldn't shoot more than one roll. So, okay, okay yep. Okay, please, con enough. please continue. I'll continue. I ran a roll of <laughs> I ran a roll of Fujikala Superior 400 through both cameras. I did not mark the first frame, so the frames overlapped randomly, making cropping somewhat a subjective task. I enjoyed the unpredictable nature of these experiments. Photos were taken around town, showing some of my usual favorite subjects. The film was developed and scanned at home. My husband came up with a little with the title for Rapunzel's Revenge because of the two towers. Very cool. Mm. And so would you like to, uh, to give us the yeah. descriptions? So the first photo was of the two cameras in question that mm -hmm. were deemed suitable for the contest yes, by we've myself. Green, we've green, green lit them. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Now the next one's a double exposure of, well, there's some pumpkins in one exposure and yep. there's some autumnal trees. Autumnal. autumnal. Work, out, work out what the um, North American version of autumnal is. Um, the third photo is a vertical panorama of a clock tower and yep. a uh, like a long range electrical tower. Mm -hmm. um, and then the third one, a fourth, sorry, fourth. Oh, my, how many are there? One, two. Okay. Third image is some more That's pumpkins cool. and some more autumnal trees, but in a vertical yep. format. And then the last one is... A tree. Yep. With some autumnal leaves. And then another tree that is not autumnal. More green on the bottom. Green, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. 
Very yep. nice images. Uh, great double exposures again from Jody. Which one is your favorite, Matthew? Uh, I think maybe the first one. Ah, yes, yes, I agree. The pumpkins and mm. the, the nice autumnal leaves there in the background. Uh, yeah, really nice. I really like how, I, I, th- I can't quite work out which which frames which, but I really like how there's the pumpkins and the fence and they sort of run alongside each other, the pumpkins and the fence there. Yeah. Um, so do you like- we need, a, mm-hmm. we need a sound effect for when we both agree. Yeah, like- ding, ding, On ding, a photo, ding. like some- Wah, wah, wah. Or air like horns. a air horn. We do. Yeah. Um, do you like do you like pumpkin as a vegetable? Yes. Really? Oh, I but can't not, stand it. And not not in 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 a small you know like I don't oh, want too much of servings. It is, mm. it is one of my most hated foods. Pumpkin. I can't stand pumpkin. You're a strange man, Mister Murray. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because when I was a child. Um, we used to have very basic kind of dinners. Sometimes we'd have the old, the old meat, meat and two veg. Um, sounds a bit weird, but we used to have the meat. Yeah, we'd have the the, the, the chicken or the pork, and we'd have. Um, we actually have probably three or four veg. We'd have mashed potato and mashed pumpkin. And mashed potatoes, I, right. I can handle mashed potato. Mashed pumpkin I was the most disgusting thing I, I ever ate as a child. Um, and I think in the end, mum and dad gave up trying to get me to eat pumpkin because I I would retch and I would you know vomit and. Uh, I just couldn't stand the taste. Um, so dramatic. It, well, we, you know, we never had very exotic stuff back then. We had pumpkin and we had potato and we had carrots and peas and may, maybe mm-hmm. bean, green beans. But there's no broccoli yeah. back then. Like we, no. we never saw anything of broccoli. I, I didn't taste broccoli until I was about 18, I think. Um, yeah. So there you go. Um, and of course, I don't like, hmm? I don't like um, turnips. Uh, do I like turnips? I'm not sure. But wouldn't I don't get many like turnips Swede. growing up in Queensland, though. Swede. Or, or Swede. You wouldn't Swede. get many Swedes in Queensland either. New They're Zealand. Not... Oh, of course, of course, of course. See, in Queensland, we're not talking uh, about we're not talking about the Northern European people. No, we like we like we're Swedes. About the vegetable. Swedes are um, we don't like the root vegetable. They're very popular in England. Swedes. Yeah, yeah, uh, but especially but when it's mashed. Not. See, when it's mashed, it looks yeah. like mashed potato, and you think, oh, this is all right, some mashed potato. No, full of it. it's sweet. Yeah. And pumpkin is not yeah. very popular in England. That's one of the reasons I love the UK. Uh, pumpkin is not generally a very popular vegetable over there, which is which is fantastic really? in my book. No, no, um, not at all, uh, which is fantastic because it tastes like cack. Um, on to the next person. We have the wonderful Ken Bertram, and I believe it is your turn to re- read out <laughs> Ken's uh, entry. Eat pumpkin is rank. It, honestly. Oh, rank. Did you say rank? I said cack. Cack oh, means okay. crack. Right. It's yeah, cack no, and it's rank. A, I think it's an Afrikaans word. Oh, really? I think so. Hmm, don't know. Right, right into Matt loves cameras at gmail.com and tell us we're wrong. Tell us we're wrong. Um, wronk. <laughs> um, Ken, Ken Bertram. Bertram. That's that's a familiar sounding name. Yes. I've seen that before somewhere, maybe Instagram. Um, Ken Bertram, I used the Anscopix panorama with Ilford HP5. All images were home developed in HC 110. I really enjoy using this camera for it forces me to use pre-visualization techniques mm. before I snap the photo, making sure I get the right composition within the frame lines. Yep. Uh, my favorite photo of the bunch is the one is the one title Shen, Shenandoah, Shenandoah tr- taken during a camping trip in October. Matt, 
Many thanks for this competition. It is always a favorite of mine. And of course, the podcast. Yeah, Was he talking to you or me? Both of us, both of us. Thank you so much, Ken. Uh, very generous gentleman, Ken, giving out those uh, cameras to people in the United States. So we've got four crackers ah. here from Ken in black and white. Now, Shenandoah is the hmm. second one. I just looked that up. Shenandoah is okay. the second one. Uh, so do you want to describe them? Yeah, the first one is a gnarly tree branch. It's got I like think. a face. It's got like a face it with eyes and a mouth and ears. Like a fox. It's scary. You yeah, it's they, like something out of like something out of Warship Down. Do you reckon someone's just done that, or you reckon it's just naturally occurring and Ken snapped it? I don't know. Let's it's not think about it too much. Freaky. It's a bit freaky. Um, the second one is a. Is that a double X? There's yeah, some I thought, funky I solarization going on there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a double exposure or some solarization or something funky happening with the exposure down the bottom there. But yeah. it's cool. Yeah, very I cool. I like it. Very cool. Uh, the next is a probably a tractor wheel or something steam steam engine maybe. wheel perhaps yeah yeah perhaps. that's very cool and because then, you can see motion in that third one but you can also see parts of the image uh you know steady and still but you you do get a feeling of motion from the wheel yeah very cool and then we've got some sort of I don't know if that's a vertical building or it's something running along the ground I don't know it's no it's kind of weird touch I think it's looking up to the tree line by the look of it. Um, but which one is Could your favorite? Uh, I'm gonna have to say the second one because I'm intrigued as to what happened down the bottom mm. there. Some it almost looks like it's bubbling, yeah. I was, I was thinking, is there in a the middle in the bottom, but I don't think there is. Um, no, it's solarization down the bottom. So, what is solarization? It's something to do with the sun, well, it's, obviously, some, it's, it? a, it's a technique, yeah. It's, it's like a developing technique, ah. uh, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe that was at the end of the film or something. Mm -hmm. Possibly or the start. Who knows? I do we'll like that first know. one though. That first one's creepy of that that like face. I, I'm still yeah. I just can't work out whether that's someone's carved that to look like a creepy fox face with a massive long nose, or is it, mm. is it just a naturally occurring uh thing? But um great images from Ken and, and and really nice use of the black and white film there in the, the craptastic camera. And I'm so, sure um, that Whatever that is in the first photo, it'll be in my nightmares tonight. And I'll definitely I'll definitely ask. I think I'll definitely be. ask whatever it is what its deal is. You're listening to Matt Loves Cameras. And now we're heading on to <laughs> JM Golding. JM Golding also in the United States. Uh, and JM Golding is she the one two seven that's, that's film enthusiast? Yes, oh, how could I forget? Indeed, and there's a one two Three seven day coming up in the twenty seventh of January. Wow, look at that! I Ten know. days after my birthday. Ten days. So your birthday's the seventeenth of January. Mm. We've well, had your present, so don't expect anything else. Don't expect anything else in the mail. So, um, uh, JM, dead to me. JM, JM Golding. I used an Ansco Pix Panorama with Triex that had expired in 2013. I developed the film in HC 110 Dilution H for 12 minutes. I liked using the camera for all the reasons that I like plastic cameras in general. I found the format challenging, though. I initially thought that one morning it broke open. It was my favorite, but now I'm not so sure. The other ones have grown on me. By the way, one morning it broke open is an oddly is oddly shaped because it was the 37th frame on the roll. Interesting. I like the kind of softness and the flair in the unexpected truth. 
The Steep of the Hill was inspired by the brilliant work of Jim Rowan, who does this way better than I do. And so there you go. And there's a link to uh, Jim Rowan's work there. Now, mm. let's, let's talk about these images. The first one, uh, do you want to describe them? Yeah. The first um, image is, it's a, a blurry image of the sun coming over a hill, I, mm -hmm. I believe. And there's a bit of uh, light flare, lens flare going on there yep. in the middle. Uh, the second one is definitely some kind of uh, ancient uh, ritual site in the in somewhere where people have sacrificed in the middle. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you a third one. I, <laughs> well, you know, you got to make gotta give sacrifices if you want your crops to grow properly, Matt. That's Come on. That's right. That's right. Um, and then the third one, I think, is the one that was the last one. Possibly frame, it yeah. broke, broke, it yeah. broke at dawn or whatever it was called. Mm -hmm. And there's a and there's it's, it's a hill with I think it's very similar to the first one, um, but yeah, it's got a rip in it or something broken in the film. Some lens flare. Yep. And then this the final one we've got a bit of uh, Hockney-esque. Mm. Um, I call what I call an unstitched panorama. Yep. Where you just kind of loosely um, align the photos with each other. Yep. Uh, and before you even ask, that's my favorite. Yeah, same. That it's, it's been done very, very well. JM has done mm. a fantastic job. I mean, you, you follow that hill down, it, it, it all looks pretty, very, very smooth. The only, mm. the only way that you can tell that, you know, it's been taken slightly different times, the clouds don't quite match up some of them do and then other ones must have been moving a slight tiny bit but that's it, it's very very clever um the way jm golding has done that last image of that one that's my favorite as well and, and that's actually probably the most imaginative of all the uh the the, the panorama panoramic i can't even say the word panoramic images we've seen where you know we've had double mm. exposures but actually stitching 11 together uh yeah, yeah fantastic fantastic stuff there yeah. from from jm golding big, i'm a big fan of that one that's definitely a gold star Yes. Image yes. In, in my book. Absolutely. Yeah. Very well done. And we're back to beautiful Queensland here with Tom Napier. Now, Tom actually, Tom is someone else I met at the Brisbane Camera Fair. So it was lovely to meet Tom and his daughter. They came up to the stand. We had a good chat for a while there. And uh, Tom has previously entered the first Fantastic. Uh, he didn't enter purple because it wasn't his thing. A few people said that to me. They said, oh, purple's not my thing. Uh, but it's great to see Tom back. And would you like to read this one? And you know what, as someone who would previously say something similar to that, as in purple is not my thing, mm -hmm. give it a shot. It's a, it's a fun film like yep. to look at. Obviously, when you're shooting it, you, it's no more fun than any other film. Yeah. When you get the results back, especially well-lit foliage, yeah. um, it glows. It's yeah. almost like an aerochrome kind of look, a very yeah. subtle. But yeah, give it a crack. If you don't like Lomography, if you don't want to give them your money, that's fair enough. But yeah, give it a shot. Indeed. Um, well am I reading this one? You are. Yes, I am. Tom Napier, he's from up your way. Yeah. He's from... Uh, you probably just said that, did you? I think he's north side of the river. Yeah, yeah. Because he's talking about a red cliff and uh, the old Horny Brook Bridge. Oh, I have been to Redcliffe. I remember... Okay, here's my Redcliffe story. We went, this was, this was in the late 80s. We went to Redcliffe and we went to like the RSL or yeah. some sort of club there on the 
on near the beach, the waterfront, mm-hmm. and they had this zigzag uh, ramp, mm-hmm. which led up to the up to the building, you know, yeah. for wheelchair access. And I went up the first bit, and th- I, I was still very much a New Zealand kid at this stage. Went up the first bit, just fine. Got to the second bit, stopped dead in my tracks because spiders had built this intricate web up the rest of the ramp because it was raised, you know, like Ah. little walls either side of it. And it would look like something out of a horror film. (laughs) I was a small child. I was about eight at the time. Yeah. And they were these giant spiders and their massive webs were at my eye level. And yeah, yeah, didn't like, didn't like that. Anyway, no, I can imagine that was a bit of. Do you have do you have spiders in New Zealand at all? Or? Yeah, but nothing like nothing Queensland scary, spiders, hairy ones. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. nothing like it. And my dad was. Uh, right. My dad was lived in Redcliffe when he was a kid, and he went to school there at a place called. He went to Humpy Bong Humpy Bong State School, and um, hmm. also people who went to Humpy Bong State School. Uh, where, where the with the Bee Gees? Uh, the, yes, the, the, the brothers Gibb. Brothers Gibb. They went there. Yeah. So there you go. And one of one of the, the BGs, I think, was probably I think it was Maurice, whatever his name was. I think he was in my uncle's year at, at Humpy Bong State School. Uh, well, he was one of the he was one of the twins, so he would have gone to school with both of them. Well, maybe it was maybe it was one of the other ones. I don't know the, the full extent of the well, story. Well, there's Barry. Barry's the oldest, Baza. and then there's Marie, Maurice, Maurice, and the other one, and then yep. there's the one that wasn't even born when they left Andy. Brisbane. Andy. Yeah, who, yeah. He well, he he was one of the brothers, but he wasn't one of the BGs, really, was he? Um, well, he didn't want to. He wanted to be in the band, but they said, "No, nah, you can't be in because you can't handle all the fame." And you can't and guess handle what the truth. Oh, guess what happened? He couldn't handle the fame. No, what happened to Andy? He di- I know he died. Uh, what happened to him? Overdose or something? Uh, gosh. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Back to Tom. Back to Tom. How <laughs> long? Two two hours, and we're halfway. <laughs> Still got twenty four <laughs> entries to go. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. Okay, Tom Napier. <clears throat> Hi, Matt. Here we are again for another round of Pantastic. Unfortunately, it'll be the last for my cheap plastic no-brand panorama camera. Another one bites the dust. Okay. Uh, Major malfunction required a bit of dark bag dancing. (laughs) Dark bag dancing. Uh, To retrieve the film from the very... It's like the um, the sequel to Dirty Dancing. (laughs) Dark bag dancing. Nobody leaves Tom in the corner. <laughs> I carried a watermelon. Okay, anyway, uh, where are we? All photos were shot with ISO 400 Kodak Gold and home processed with FPP ECN-2 Def Kit. Mm. Uh, first photo was shot on the banks of Breakfast Creek. Oh, you Brecky Creek. Breakfast Creek. And I think is my favorite. The boats in a row end to end makes good use of the wide view. Next is a view of Sandgate Beach, clearly closed for re-vegetation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why that was so funny. Um, <laughs> next. <laughs> it's like some process. Um, <clears throat> next is one of the best spots on the north side for sunset. Thought, shot from the Redcliffe end of the old Hornybrook bridge oh, there's horny brook and humpy bong <laughs> um, right. across north pine river some and there's yorkie's knob is that no that's further up okay. it might be the um, sunshine coast yeah nobby nobby's beach um shot from redcliffe and the old horny brook bridge 
across North Pine River. Some nights you can see the Glasshouse Mountains in the background. Mm. Uh, lastly, another shot of Sandgate Beach with my granddaughter Paige taking in the view while there you go. Looking forward to seeing other entries regards Tom. Excellent. Great work here from Tom. Really nice colours from that. Um, I'm, I'm guessing it's from the you know, the expired film and the EC, I can always get this wrong. It's ECN2. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I always want to say EC2N. I don't know why that is, but. Um, but yeah, almost, I thought it was a purple film. Why were, why were we talking about purple at the start? Uh, because someone did shoot with purple. Oh, okay. All right. I think it was a Jodie Benarok shot with purple or I'm, I'm scrolling back through. The no, somebody said Christina, someone didn't. Christina Thomas. No, you didn't you say it wasn't his jam, the purple or something? I don't know. Oh, so yeah, no, he, yeah, he said the, Tom did say when I met him at the Brisbane camera fair that uh, oh, purple right. wasn't his jam, but um, yeah, yeah, but he, he shot some lovely color images here, but they do, they do have a bit of a magenta tinge to them, don't they? From the, mm. the, uh, the, the development. Uh, yeah. And it's funny, I was, I was copying and pasting all the entries in, and then I was looking at these images and going, that looks like Breakfast Creek. And of course it is Breakfast Creek. So I did recognize yeah. that one. Which one's your favorite? Uh we haven't talked about what they are. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Tom, Tom, so, Tom kind of did, but you can you can talk about it. Oh, yeah. okay. So the first one's a beach. Yep. For some revegetation, That's maybe. Right. Uh, with trees and some little, I think I'm guessing they're kites, kite surfers. Yes, the, they could be kite surfers. Yeah. 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 Uh, the second one is the boats in a row, Breakfast yep. Creek. Uh, the third one is the the granddaughter. I'm guessing on the park yep. bench watching mm -hmm. the kite surfers with trees and then the bottom one i think is that one of the ferry terminals that is the horny brook Maybe? bridge i'd say oh okay the horny brook bridge yeah uh, sunset silhouette thing yep. going on um i think i like the third one for mm. this i am a big fan of a park bench from behind mm. yeah well, I like I like all of the, the colors. I think Tom's done a great mm. job here with this this combo. But I like the last one. Um, I uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I really like the the vignettes of the, like the bright colors there in the center, the blues and the oranges and the yellows, and you've got the silhouette of a couple and the bridge, and um, yeah, like it's got these nice vignette around the corner of it. So oh, I'm going to go for that number four. Okay. Uh, so well, well done to Tom. Great to see you back in action, and um, yeah, fantastic stuff. And we're going to move on. Someone send it. Someone send him a camera. Someone send him a camera. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, I actually gave away one of, I had a spare panoramic camera and I actually mm. gave it away to this next entrance. This next oh, Miss Lumen. Miss Lumen, Lucy Lumen. And I've, I've got to, uh, I've got to read out hers. Here we go. Lucy Lumen. I used the Panorama Wipic camera with Kodak Ektar 100 film. I actually told her to, to shoot with Kodak Ektar. Mm. I said, well, I thought you don't have to, but I said that it's a good match. Yep. These images were developed and scanned by my local camera house store. The image titled Overpass is my favorite, and I love the bright white pillar against the clean blue sky. I find Ektar to be a great match when it comes to capturing the harsh sunshine of Queensland, and the way it renders the blue of our beautiful skies is unbeatable. I was very surprised at the quality and sharpness of these shots, considering the, the panorama wide pick has a plastic lens and is obviously a very cheap camera. I attribute that to the film stock mostly in the bright conditions I shot it in. This was intentional and part of my decision-making progress when approaching this camera in competition. I had a few other shots I was really fond of, but sadly they were unusable due to, as Steve Madsen put it, a wayward finger in the shot. 
We've all been Oof. there, Matthew. We've all been there. Overall, I had mm -hmm. lots of fun shooting with this camera, and it goes to show you, you don't need a Leica to get banger shots. That's a bit of a bit of a Lucy Lumen joke there. She um she's no fan of the red of the red dot. So um I, you know, have you put a finger in your images? Uh, you know, very often, Matthew. Oh yeah. Mm. Which camera yeah. does it for you the most with, with the finger shots? Uh, well, it was the um. Uh, it was the the Voigtlander with the 15 millimeter lens. That was uh, the one. Yeah. That was the lens I've fingered the most <laughs> when I first that, got it. Was that the one that you brought to Brisbane when I was shooting the X Fan? No. Oh, you did you have a? Were you shooting with the Voigtlander with a really wide lens? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I was. Yeah, but it wasn't that particular camera. Oh, how many Voigtlanders have you got? Well, at one stage I had three, but Jeez. I just got the one now. Greedy. Um, the one that yeah. I always put my finger in is the ultra wide and slim. Uh, yeah, oh, so yeah. I can I, see I how always, you could. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's a it's a difficult thing, isn't it, to not get your finger yeah. in the picture? But we've got but three. Got, yeah. I was going to say I did it to the Voigtlander. I did it to the Mamiya Seven when I first got that. Mamma Mamiya. Mamma Mia, and I did it to the um another camera too. I'll, I'll, buy you Mamiya, I'll, I'll buy you a Mamiya 7 off you if you're not using it anymore. It's gone. It, it, uh, the Mamiya 7 funded the camera dactyl and my home developing gear and my little digi and the and your, and your Brighton lens. Beach Hut. My Brighton Beach Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Four hundred thousand dollars oh, a square okay. meter. Those beach maybe, hunts are. Maybe, maybe not. Okay. Uh, Four hundred thousand dollars a square pretty, meter. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? It's more of a, a status now, symbol. We are talking about now, beach huts on the beautiful Brighton Beach uh, in Melbourne, which they are crazy expensive. And the funny thing yeah. is that in Melbourne, they only get about three days of sunshine a year. Don't you? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something. Like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, now, back on to this is. Yeah. This is interesting. Yeah. I know where these photos are taken. This yeah. is a uh, Marina Mirage area of the spit on correct. the Gold Coast. I, I believe you're, from what I understand, uh, you're correct. Yeah, I think and, it's run uh, down now. It, it is, because look at that tennis court net. That's not good. That used to be the place to be once. To play um, around. Yeah, so the first photo, we've got a, uh, a vertical of a bridge, the, yep. uh, like a, a footbridge across the, the road there on the way to SeaWorld. Yep. Uh, the second one, there's some palm trees. Uh, it's a tennis court. The tennis mm -hmm. court is not well maintained. Nope. Uh, and this, the third one is another shot of the footbridge. Uh, there, that really, the that really daggy 90s, 80s, 90s uh, Aussie architecture, which Gold Coast. does not date well at all. Um, no. And the funny thing is, I need to get down there to, to photograph it. I've got to think about tennis courts. Um, so I, I, I should get down to the Gold Coast and photograph that one. Um, mm. So which one is your favorite? Uh, mm, I'm going to say the last one, I think, okay. because of that, the whole, all that nostalgia, you know, I, that's when I lived in Queensland was the 90s. So yep. that's kind of, kind of, that, that or the first one. I'm going to go with the last one, I think. I'll go for the second one. I like the tennis court no, one. Because you, you've got a thing for tennis courts. I've got a thing for tennis that. courts, but I also like the composition of the photo. I think Lucy's done a great job there. And it Lucy, is good. I think Lucy's, I think she's the first person who's ever entered this competition with all of her entries being vertical. Oh my God. Mm. She knew, she knew how much pain it would cause you to put in the to, book. To put in a zine. Yeah. Uh, but there you go. Oh. So that's uh, great stuff from Lucy. And, um, 
yeah, great to get those those images out. I think Lucy's actually got a video on her channel where she shoots the yeah. I think I've watched. I think I watched some of it. I didn't watch the rest. Uh, I get so when I watch YouTube, I love to watch YouTube, but I get really um, distracted by it. Um, so yeah, anyway, so great job done by Lucy, and we're going to head back over to the United States where Robert Rubin is talking about his photo. Would you like to read this one out? Yes, Robert Rubin. Uh, shot with a panorama wide pick sent to me by Ken Bertram. God, Ken's getting all the shout Good outs. on you, Ken. He's just powering the craptastic panorama he community. The, he is the wind beneath He's, our wings. He is the wind. <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. I like it. Uh, shot on FPP Spemma Color Spemma. 125. Home developed with Unicolor C41 kit scanned on a Epson V600. I was pleasantly surprised by this camera and film combo. I had no idea what to expect shooting this funky plastic camera and film I've never used before. I liked a handful of shots on this roll, but figured I'll just send my favorite one. This was taken when visiting dad's parents' grave site in New Jersey on a crisp fall morning, changing leaves and headstones. There's a metaphor in there somewhere, lol. I just like the peaceful feel of the scene and the colors of the trees. Thank you for all your hard work and inspiring me to be creative. Cheers. Excellent. Of course, this is not Robert's first rodeo. He has entered, entered uh, the purple competition as well. Uh, so fantastic mm. stuff from Robert. And I really like this image. And, and it's interesting, like you can enter up to four images uh, in the competition, but Robert just sent one in. And I, I think it's a really mm. nice one. I was going to say which one's yeah. your favorite, but. <laughs> Look, you know, if I if I had to pick one, I think it yep. would be the the autumnal trees with autumnal the trees. Uh, all very similar gravestones down the bottom. They are, aren't they? They're very they are very similar. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a really nice image, and I really like you know this really nice shade. You know, it's a blue in the background and the beautiful different colours, and then you've got the yeah. starkness of these gravestones in the foreground. Ooh. So um, yeah, yeah nice palettes of colours. It's definitely a Beach Boys song. That one is that. Yeah, California Dreaming. It looks. Well, it's, I don't this know. Is new, this is New Jersey. New, new Jersey. Yeah, that's right. So we're we're on to now to Silly Friday. Is that how you say his uh, name? Yeah, yeah. What was Close that? Enough. Ah, what was that? Ah, for tell me, tell us. More. I don't know. I don't okay. know. We only communicate via text. So you're you're. I've known, um, I've known you're, this. I've known this gentleman for decades, and we only communicate via text. So, and, and he's a fellow ex-pan owner. Is that correct? He is a fellow ex-panner, yes. Excellent. Okay, I mean, you can so, tell. I mean, you can tell by his photos. Yeah, yeah. So Silly writes, this year I had a broken foot for 75% of the time limit, and it was a oh. grey season here in the Netherlands, both not conducive for shooting. I was able to shoot two rolls. These three images are from the same roll, the expired Fuji C200 on a surprisingly sunny day. Taken on what I call my panch, Wide Picks Focus Free Plastic Panorama. Developed at home with Caffeinol Delta ST Delta STD recipe. Oh God. STD. You better get a shot. To, you better get yeah. a shot. Don't want to catch that. For nine minutes no. at about 20 degrees Celsius. I think my favorite is the white dot echo of the Zahn River with the pylon in the background. Mm. Oh yes, three three wonderful uh, images here. And would you like to describe them? Yeah, we've got some uh, brick wall for the first one and pavers with some interesting line work, including some shadows going on there. 
Uh, it's a vertical. The second one, oh, I've got another all vertical shooter here. Yeah, we do. Yes. Yeah, hates do. you. <laughs> hates you. Um, <clears throat> the second one's very much a silhouette with some poles and traffic lights with a person mm-hmm. about to come down the stairs. Yep. And the last one, we've got a little bit of a wharf with some pylons and some yep. more pylons in the water and maybe a pelican. And yeah. Yep. power pylon in the back which looks enormous and that is the white dot echo i'd suggest that image is mm. there. Mm. Yes. which one's your favorite yep. uh i think i'm going to go the middle one the mm. shadowy silhouette yeah i like one. the last one i like white dot echo i think that's it's really wonderful okay. um uh, mr mr friday recently finished building a canoe oh wow uh, and, and he has can been, you believe it can you believe what he built <laughs> And he's been um, paddling it through around the area and taking photos from oh. the water, which is that been how he broke his wonderful. foot? I don't know. I didn't mm. know he broke his foot, which is unusual for me yeah. to not know something yeah. like that. It is indeed. Um, I'll find out. I'll find out. Okay, you find out how you he broke his foot. And when we do the second round of this competition, you can. Then again, it is, isn't it like personal medical information? Maybe he won't want it shared with the audience. I'm a I'm a medical professional, Matt. I can handle it. Okay, all right. You can you can handle the truth. Okay. For the government. So uh, we're going to head on now. I've actually lost where I am. Um, where am William I? Foster. Oh, yes, there we go. William Foster. William has also entered the competitions before, and so I think it is uh, your century one. It is. William Foster. Hi. So just like the Lomo Purple contest where I shot my first role of Lomo Purple inspired by the contest, I purchased my first plastic pano camera again inspired by this contest the mm-hmm. vivid ic 101 i tried three rolls kodak gold 200 ilford hp5 and lomo purple in all three cases i developed at home and scanned with my epson v550 uh, in all cases i was not all impressed at first i'm certainly not someone who's obsessed with sharpness i am apparently um uh, but I did find the overall softness unappealing and distracting right away, unlike the Holger, where it seems to add a little something extra to it. I really don't get that vibe here. However, I did find that I really enjoyed the panoramic form factor and was especially surprised by how much I enjoyed shooting it vertically. <laughs> sick man, sick man. Um, when it came to trying to select four photos for the submission, because it's because much tougher than I expected and really forced me to look back again at the photos I had originally, I had originally so quickly dismissed Uh, and they really started to grow on me. I'm sure I will try this camera again, but even more so I hope to someday find something similar in the pano format, but with just a little bit better image quality and some exposure and focus control would be Mm. nice too. It sounds like an X pan. Um, thanks for hosting these contests and they have been inspiring me to try something new and I have really enjoyed seeing and hearing about everyone else's work as well. Cheers, William. Excellent. That's great. Thank you so much, William. Really great uh, submission and great uh, description there. And would yeah. you like to describe Yeah, those? I think he might have a I think he might have a dud camera on his hand by the look of it. They are all a bit soft. Um it's a bit, first one's a vertical shot, shot on purple. It's a street. Mm-hmm. Some cars aligning one side and some trees on the other, and some nice shadow work on the on the road there. Yep. Uh, the the second one is a very uh, surreal image of some birds flying, like 
it, I think yeah. it might be upside down, uh, but I'm not sure. Uh, and then the third one is a church, front of a church. It's very pointy. There's crosses and the sky is cloudy. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, we've got a overpass with uh, some shadows and light and a person on a bike riding through it. Yes. Great and images. I like, I I like, like the second one. Yeah, I mean, looking back at these images, I, I know what he's saying here about the sharpness. It's mm. uh, certainly in some of the images you would expect perhaps the center of those images to be a little bit sharper. Um, yeah. But which one did you say your favorite was? The second one, the birds. That's yeah, very, I love um, that. very uh, it's, surreal. It's like, art, it's like an artwork, isn't it? Yeah, it's mm. kind of like the birds are almost, they almost look, it's like they're facing the wrong way. They're upside down or something. They just look... Uh, you can tell they're birds in the sky, but it does look... Um, I think the of... photo is upside down. You reckon it is? Yeah, I just turned my laptop and it looks... But you know what? I prefer it upside down. Yeah. It makes you think about it a it bit does. more. It does. It does. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. And you've got these really nice kind of burnt-in edges uh, of the frame as well. Um, mm. So there you nice go. Even with a, 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 a focus-free, craptastic camera, you know, you can get some some stunning images. So well done to William for that. And great to have William and back if... on for another competition. And a future ex-pan owner by the sound of it. Another future ex-pan owner. You're listening to Matt Loves Cameras. And I will hmm. read the next one out. It is from Erica Jensen. Hello from Canada. Hello. 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 Hey. Hey. Here are my hey. entries. What was that? You sound like the Fonzie. Fonzie. Fonzie wasn't Canadian. No, I was doing the Canadian. Hey. Ah, hey. oh, okay. I thought you were doing the Fonzie. You know, like- hey. Root, rounded hey. boot. Isn't it eh? Isn't it like a shorter hey. A sound? I don't know. Yeah, I think the longer A is more fonzy. Anyway, hello from Canada. Send Here the hate entries. mail to mattlovescameras at gmail.com. <laughs> to at gmail.com. Hello from Canada. <laughs> Here are my entries for the fantastic 2021 competition. When I came across a cheap little wide pick panorama camera at a thrift store a few weeks ago, I never would have guessed I would eventually use it to enter a photo contest, but here we are. That is fantastic. These images were taken on Fuji Superior Extra 400 wire for a drive with my dad. We often go on adventures together, exploring the back roads and small nearby towns here in the eastern province of New Brunswick. That's fantastic. While this camera doesn't come close in quality to most, if not all my other cameras, I appreciate its quirkiness and plastic charm. Hope you enjoy. And yes, we do indeed enjoy. Would you like to describe the images, Matthew? Don't touch me, plastic charms. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, The first one is... uh, uh, um, a church, yep. possibly in the background, and some I'd trees so. and yeah. a nice hill. A bit, oh yeah, the right hand side there. By the look of it, yeah, yeah, right, right hand side, lightly. And then we've got a vertical. <laughs> Love those verticals. A vertical of a of a tombstone or a gravestone, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, with a little urn, possibly on the top. Trees yep. in the background, and then we've got a decrepit fence for the third one. It's not doing its job very well and some nice green paddock yep. and some autumnal winter trees or something in the back. Yeah. And then the last one, oh, I just saw who's next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last one, uh, we've got a waterfall there. There's a tree in the front. The river, the river is flowing. It is. And um, it's lined with trees. It's a hell of a river, isn't it? It's really, uh, yeah. you know, you think about those North American wild sort of rivers and stuff. It's all those action movies where people go down the river in the canoe and they it's get lost that, and 
That, that's all that snow coming off the hills yeah, and true. onto the river. So true. Which one's your favourite? Oh, I'm a big fan of a decrepit fence. I kind of like the last one. Mm. I would have liked it more if she put that tree right in the middle because that's something I would do to really annoy people. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the last one. I do like how that, that tree is really like hmm. nice and, you know, really pops out, doesn't it? Uh, I'm yeah. going to go the first one, though. I do like the light leak. I love the light leak. And I, I do like the, hmm. the rural charm of the, of the first image. So well done to Erica. And we are now going to get you to read out Mr. <laughs> Mr. No Nonsense. Only three, only three lines. Mr. Matt oh. Jones over there love in it. Thailand. Love it. Anytime you're ready. Ansco picks Panorama Delta 400. The camera is nice and light. Drop it in your pocket when out bicycling. (laughs) I wish it had bulb mode and tripod mount that could easily, that could really expand its usefulness. I like the bus stop the best. I don't want you to read any of this. (laughs) Smiley face emoji. This is, the problem. this is the problem when you Edit copy and paste out. entries onto a web page and publish and then you realize later what they say. I don't want you to um, read any of this smiley these, face emoji. These are three really strong entries here from Mr. Jones, aren't yeah. they? Um, yeah. I, I mean, well, you know, he hasn't got anything else to do. He just no, takes pictures. I, I believe he's semi-retired, is he not? I believe he's a bit more than semi fully retired well half his luck uh, and mm. so you've got this bus stop this very sort of tie looking bus stop with a massive yeah. tin roof uh there yeah. with this huge tree uh to the left of it absolutely massive tree and then the middle one is some kind of tie kind of i don't know ornamentation with a fish and symbols mm. and lanterns which looks very cool and yeah. um the third one is outstanding in fact it's out it's it's a someone outstanding in a field (laughs) you get it outstanding (laughs) the scarecrow he's outstanding in his field yeah we Um, got it matt (laughs) we got it (laughs) which one's your favorite i think i like the first one that's some nice deep dark colors colors lush (laughs) tones tones with a z tones in there yeah, definitely. Fa- no, my favorite's the Scarecrow. I think it's outstanding. <laughs> I, I, I do. I really like the Scarecrow. I love the placement. <laughs> I love how the, the Scarecrow is kind of giving this nonchalant kind of shoulder mm. kind of, you know, look over their shoulder. Um, it's dressed a bit like how you dress when you go out shooting. Well, no, because I wear shorts. I, I'm a Queenslander. I don't I never wear long pants. Okay. Even in, in, in oh. the deep depths of winter, I never wear long pants. I always wear shorts. Um, uh, I found so it. When- when I first started working as a teenager, mm. I was very distressed about having to wear long pants I know. to work. Well, we're just not meant to wear long pants in Queensland. It's too bloody no. hot. Um, no. So I really, I love that scarecrow. And I think it's, I mean, the bus stop is very good as well. Um, mm. I think the uh, scarecrow is outstanding in his field. I think it okay. is really like the placement of the scarecrow. Right. And the, well, it's a the, shame we have to disqualify him because he didn't want his words read out. Well, there's no um, obligation to write an accompanying piece. So he's okay. He doesn't need to write anything. That does not disqualify okay. him. All right. Yeah. Mm. All right. Sustained. Okay. On to Ken Tuomi. Ken is a regular listener and contributor to the competition. So here we go with Ken's entry. All images were shot on the fantastic Ansco Pix Panorama Flash sans battery. That's okay. We're going to give him. Do you want a steward's inquiry for this one or not? Let me have a look at the images. 
Yeah, he's good. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, the Ansco Pix is a camera which some sometimes it has a flash. And of course, for this competition, you could not use battery. Mm. I think we need okay. to visit, revisit that rule. What, do you, you want to use flash in, in future competitions? Well, a bit of extra light could help these poor cameras, these well, poor decrepit. That's true. But then again, there's very crap. few models of, of the plastic panorama cameras that have flashes. Very few. Well, okay. If one, if one was to use an off-camera flash, would that be considered cheating? How are you going to sync it up, though? I don't have Skills. hot shoes. Skill. They don't have hot shoes. How are you going to Skill. The flash Skill. fires at what? You know, 180th of a second, 1 of a second. How are you going to press that shutter at exactly the same? saying it? Right? <laughs> Skills. The force. All right. Okay. 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 So, so if the camera's continue. got a flash and you use an off camera flash, there's no difference. No, there's anyway. not. But anyway, okay. Walking an old Skills. friend was shot on a roll of a Lomo 800. The remainder was shot on Lomo 400. Right. <laughs> there we go. Two. Are you okay down there? Jesus. No, I've got COVID. Yeah, dying. Um, so again, Ken's shooting two rolls here. That's dedication. Um, had to go high. The remainder were shot on Lomo 400. Had to go high ISO. It's dark up here in winter. I greatly enjoyed using this camera over last year's choice, the Jazz 207. Waving hands here, as in jazz hands. Keep yep. your fingers well back from the lens of another person. Mm. Another person who has been pulled into the, the young player's trap of finger in the panorama lens. All are home developed while listening to Soma FM Secret Agent. Do you know what that is? What's that? No. Soma FM Secret Agent. I'll have to look that must up. Be a pod, must be a podcast. Yeah, must be. And enjoying a tasty beverage. I do like a tasty beverage. I do love yeah. shooting in colorful light. Most of my subjects are plants. The backlit veil of Katsura leaves are gorgeous. And the yucca in the street corner demanded my attention. Or effort was some incomplete lane marking I drove by a dozen times before deciding to shoot it. I think my favorite is Walking an Old Friend, which was one of those spontaneous moments with human interest that was shot with the last image on the roll, close as I get to a, a Fred Herzog moment. Excellent, excellent stuff from Ken here. Would you like to describe the images? Uh, yes. So the first photo is some um, painted uh, road lines, which look like they're coming up off the road that's not mm -hmm. good workmanship there um the second one is a very unusual photo of some bushes there's mm. a spiky bush and then a bush behind that and another one and they're I think all that's different the yucca. that's the yucca one isn't it oh yucca i think yucca is the plant at the bottom perhaps i don't know i'm, yes. I'm not yeah, very good with yeah, yeah yucca is definitely the spiky plant down the bottom and then we got some autumnal leaves on a tree uh, for the next one. And then the bottom one is a park with a staircase and a mm. person walking away from the photographer on the footpath. Mm. Which one's your favorite? And I, and I just Googled what secret agent Soma FM is, and mm -hmm. it's an eclectic blend of cinematic down-tempo stylish lounge sambas and easy tempo 60s European pop music. Interesting. Very interesting. Did you did you paraphrase that from looking at the website, or did you yeah, read that that's out? what it said. Okay, that's what it said. Have to look, yeah. look that up. So, secret agent Soma FM. Isn't it Soma? Yeah. Isn't it? Um, that's from Brave New World. Soma, isn't it? That's the drug they all take in Brave New World. 
I've got no idea what you're talking yeah. about. So there was well, a book called Brave New World. And there's actually a, I think it was on Netflix. There's a series called Brave New World, which is obviously based on Arnold Huxley's book. I can't remember, remember pronounce his name, but basically it's this, this dystopian future where everyone's, um, yeah, everyone's kind of, you know, I don't know, all, all everyone's controlled and, you know, bred for certain purposes and whatever. And uh, they take this drug to control them, their moods and everything. It's called Soma, S-O-M-A, Soma. Ah. Well, Soma is also a, a a PlayStation Four game, which I hated. Oh, that's no good. Yeah, not, yeah anyway. Right. So, which one's your favourite? Uh, I'm going to go with the Yucca. I just like how there's different colours and textures in there, and I feel bad about the first one after saying that. But you know, uh, I like yeah the second one. Yep, the the foliage. I'll, I'll go number four. I really like number four. I like the way. Uh, of that image that the, the mm. golden leaves are on the staircase on the right and they sort of go around the whole of the image really though in, in a circle almost those golden leaves and then you've got this gentleman well i think it's a gentleman walking down the path you know he looks like he could be a bit of a spy maybe maybe get a dead drop with some secret usb those, stick information or those something. fallen leaves are a slipping hazard they are they are they wouldn't get past australian uh, workplace health and safety would they but no, um, no. yeah great job from ken very well done and now, right. thank goodness, I've got a sore throat. It is now time for you to read one. This one is from Ian Wallace. Ian Wallace. Uh, the Panorama Wide Pick camera belonged to my mother who died in 2007. I've had the camera kicking around since then. It had a roll of Kodak Royal 200 film in it, and I was reluctant to use it. Anyway, I thought for this year's Pantastic, I'd just burn through what was left and see if I could get anything to send to you. Uh, there were one or two of my mum's from holidays at the start and most of my pictures from late October afternoon were terribly underexposed. The film was developed by Silverpan in Bristol. These two have a little something about them, but to be honest, they were really, they were really all that came out. Uh, perhaps you like one of them. Both were taken by the Kennant Kennet and Avon Canal near Newbury, England. I'm sure mum would have been amused. I've sent them to you. Indeed, that's fantastic. And um, I wonder what the uh, the images his mum took. I wonder what uh, they turned out like. Um, that would have mm. been fascinating to have some of them in there as well. But um, yeah. uh, Ian has sent in two images here and uh, the, the very moody and, um, you know, it was a dark and stormy night kind of moody feeling images mm. here. And would you like to describe them? Yeah, the first one's... Well, you think it's a, it must be the sun. The moon mm. wouldn't be. It's the sun. It's very dark. There's a reflection of the sun in the water, and there are some trees yep. about the place. And then the second one looks like a plank leading mm. to a boat Look, with like bicycles the, on it. Yeah, what's uh, called a narrow boat, which goes in the canals, I would say, yeah. Mm. The far canals. The far canals. The same canals we saw mm. from Dale. In, in da well, not well. I think they're all connected, but they're a little mm. bit of the way from Dale. But, um, yeah, the yep. same sort of English... Uh, British canals. Which one is your favourite of the two? Uh, I think the second one. Yeah, it's, um, the second one. It's very almost like painterly. It is. That's exactly what I was thinking. It does look like yeah. painting. It, it um, yeah. just the textures of of the of the whole thing, um, and you know the detail and the textures and the muted sort of tones. It does look like a, a painting. Um, so I think I think uh, Ian's done a great job there with the the leftover royal gold. Um, and wasn't royal gold? Wasn't that what Ektar became royal gold became Ektar. I don't know. I'm not yeah, sure about that. I think royal gold was was what the name of Ektar before it became Ektar. 
Uh, and okay. so the next one is from Scott Reese. Now, I'm going to have to refresh your page here because I've actually uh, I was say, there's talking. A technical uh, issue here. You should have three oh, look images at that. there now. There, right here, <laughs> as if by magic. Look at that. How's that first photo? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is so, it my turn or is it yours? You can, you yours, can read this one if you turn. wish. Ah, oh, okay. No, you you read it. Scott, read I've got it. a really unless cheap... you need a is your throat that you need a break. Ah, uh, well, we've only got two more to power through, so I think we're, we're okay. Okay. I bought All a really right, cheap okay. used plastic camera from a camera store in Elmira. I hope that's how you say it. Elmira, Elmira, in upstate New York, US. The store owner didn't know what it was and neither do I. It had no company name on it, but it does have a panorama mode where it drops blinds. Yes. I wasn't sure about the focal length or the shutter speed or anything. Total experiment. The film is Lomography Purple and the film was processed by the darkroom. These images are from a weekend with friends in the Catskills. And uh, there's a mm. lovely image that Scott sent in there of the panorama, the panorama camera, panorama, I can't mm -hmm. say it. And, uh, and then would you like to describe the images here? Well, the first photo, we've got a gentleman uh, wearing shorts and sunglasses, having a cigarette yep. in the middle of a grassy area. Yep. <laughs> and, um, and the second one looks like a river um, with some trees and grass and things along the banks. Yes. Which one's your favourite? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I just... I'm just going to say the first one to be controversial. He's, yeah. living, his, he's living life. He is. He's out there. He's having a ciggy. He's got his sunnies yeah. on. You know, anything he's on missing him. is a bottle. Of, he's just missing a bottle of beer and he could have been an Australian. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, that first one. He's certainly, um, yeah, an interesting, you know, resting kind of image. It does make you look at it and uh, it brings a smile to your face and good on him. So, uh, yeah, well done to Scott and um, fantastic. Another another person shooting Lomography Purple in their, their oh, panorama God. camera. I know. What, what's you going started on? something. What's going on? And last but certainly not least, in today's episode, we have Stephen Mamaroff. Would you like to read this one? Or is it my turn? Or your turn? Thank you. It's my turn. It's Thank turn, God. Yeah. This is the last one. It's only been two and a half hours. I think it's, it's almost time for next New Year's Eve. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> okay. Stephen Marmaroff. I took a day trip to New York City with the family and went to the 9-11 Memorial for the first time. I actually did enjoy using the Ansco picks and was very surprised with the results. A home-developed HC110 Solution B. The first shot of the bicycle was at the train station and the light was just right. I knew it was going to be a good day of shooting from the very first frame. Well, how could you go wrong in New York City? That's right. And the first shot is uh, a, a very reflective building with a yep. tree. In, I can't tell if it's inside or it's reflecting or nice. what. Looks it's like a reflection. There's nice... Good angles yep. is sort of it's like it's leaning backwards almost um everything but it looked yep. great angles and foliage and glass and everything in that one yeah and then we've got a bicycle uh chain to a little fence there with yep. some stairs going out and that's going to the elevated train i think that will be uh and then we've got this is the 9-11 memorial so that's part of this is the third photo and that's part of the 9-11 memorial and then we've got the oh, i look at photos that's how i know Fair enough, yeah. and Excellent. then um 
<laughs> and then we've got the the fountain outside with all the names of the yes, people. Yes, I, I knew the last one was, but I, I wasn't. Mm. I didn't know what that third one was. But I, I applaud yeah. your your general knowledge, Matthew. Yes, yeah. excellent. Which one's your and favorite? Yeah, that, uh, oh, it's a hard pick. I think the second one, the bike with the the stairs going up to the train station, mm. is probably like my favorite. One. I really like the yeah, first one. How there's a blend yeah. of the the foliage at the top and then you get the reflection of the foliage and you got the glass and and then there's glass reflected in the glass so um yeah i think stephen's done a, a wonderful job here with his ansco picks uh the ansco picks mm. are certainly a popular choice but another two other cameras have come up quite a lot the wide pick mm. panorama which a lot of people yep. at first quite often people will mispronounce that because of because of the font used on the box they call it the wide okay. pie they call it the wide pie panorama Oh, okay. Yeah, because it is a weird font. It looks like a pie instead of pick, but it is a wide pick panorama. And the Vivitar yeah. IC101, a camera which I yeah. used once and threw in the garbage bin. Well, I did nothing. I gave it away <laughs> to someone. But that has come up three times, I believe. So, yeah. Um, which camera have you used? The Anscope X? And then, no, well, the, the, the Hanamex is very similar to the Anscope Oh, Ansco yes. Picks. Yep, yep, yep. Um, the Anscope Pix is the cult camera, the cult plastic panorama camera of choice yeah um there's a big there's a big following oh, well there really? used to be a big following of of that camera yeah absolutely on on Flickr when Flickr was king yep um yeah huge groups on there hmm. of uh with using that camera yeah, so I, I made it my using yeah you know I had to make sure that those shots didn't end up in the expand group that used to take up a lot of my time <laughs> really well i'm yeah. on i'm using my ansco pix 35 panorama focus free there's no flash on this one it feels quite yeah. heavy and that's because there is a roll of ektar in there and i'm on frame I'm on frame 33 so i'm on frame 33 and i'll be uh finishing that off very soon uh, as i want to to get that developed so i'll, I'll be looking forward to, to doing that now of course um i'll see what results I've, I'll get back on my camera. Uh, I am facing some very stiff opposition with your images though, from what I've seen. Uh, so <laughs> I, I may or may not dis decide to shoot another role, but of course, just a yeah. reminder, if you've, or if we mentioned your entry today, if you entered before the end of November, you can shoot another role and send more in if you wish. I don't think many people will. I think people will be exhausted uh, and they won't want yeah. to do it, but you can, if you wish, that, that's the, uh, the bonus of getting your entry in early. But if you haven't sent an entry in yet, there is still time. You need to get it into me by Easter Sunday, which is the 17th of April, 2022. So you've still got over three months uh, there. And uh, wh when do you think, are you going to shoot another role on yours? Yeah, I think there's another role in it already. It might be a black and white Ooh, role, possibly. Fancy. I can't, fancy. can't remember what I, what I chucked in there. Yeah, I might I might do that. I think I've got a, I've got a lot of um what have i got a lot of i got a lot of hp uh hp5 i mm -hmm. throw a roll of uh 400 speed black and white film in there at some stage and uh just wait for those i have to wait for some sunshiny conditions i think i really want that harsh kind of queensland lights on the black and white film looks good um mm -hmm. but, um i'm not sure when the sunshine's coming back ah oh, but thank you so much mr matthew joseph i think that we should wrap this up i know you've you know it's, it's getting late down there you should be uh, you know <laughs> in in bed with your pipe and slippers by now Oh, yeah, it's 20 to 11. Yeah, it's pretty late. <laughs> really late. For, it's it's well, well past my bedtime. A, a quick game of uh, PUBG, whatever it's called, and off to bed. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. I've, um, yeah, possibly, quite possibly. Well, 
thank you so much for giving your time up to um to discuss all these entries hopefully this episode will record okay and we won't have to relive the last two and a half hours oh my god as, you can forget pleasant, about redoing that as pleasant as it was uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> no one wants that and um we will be doing another show uh in the future after the 17th of april where we will discuss the second round of entries i don't think we'll get as many as that i think we'll only have maybe you know up to, to another 10 perhaps um but we'll see we'll see how many more we get and we'll discuss the second round of entries in late april and we will also crown the winner uh crown the winner now might also have to get you back um the other mats back as well some stage this year um because you know that that mats loved cameras i'm I, as I said, I thought that episode a bomb, the 50th episode, and um, for some reason it, it went gangbusters. So we'll have to, um, you know, chase the ratings and get you guys back on. Would you be up for that? Yeah, well, you had, you know, three very powerful uh, social media... Influencers. King, kings. <laughs> Kingpins. Basically. That's right. Kingpins. Yeah, maybe it was the potty, <laughs> potty mouth language that did it because it was the only yeah, um, explicit tagged... Matt, Matt loves cameras episodes. So, um, yeah. is there, can you have like a search criteria where you only get bad language podcasts? Well, in the film photography world, I think they're the um, they're the rule rather than the exception, aren't oh. they? Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Well, there could be a bit of a bit of a lesson in there for you, Matt. Yeah, more more expletive language, perhaps. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you, sir, and I will I will speak to you very soon. All right. Bye. Bye. My wife. Are you hanging up or are you just going to stop recording? Yeah, I'm going to hang up. Hopefully, <laughs> this is bloody recorded. Hey. Oh, uh, me if it hasn't. Thanks so much to Matthew Joseph, co judge for the fantastic 2021 22 competition. Gosh, that's a mouthful to say, isn't it? And of course, you can find Matthew on Instagram and Twitter. I believe he's on Twitter as well, at PhotoDudens. Well, it's actually PhotoDudeNZ. That's F-O-T-O-D-U-D-E-N-Z. And you'll find a whole lot of amazing photos, including many from the X-Pan, many from the, what is it, the Hanamex panorama which is like a clone of the Ansco pics panorama and more recently he's also been sharing some of his robot camera pics of course i sent him that robot camera aren't i nice <laughs> thank you also to ken tuomi he gave us a hot tip in that episode secret agent soma fm one morning i was out walking my pooch marshall dalmatian and uh, I didn't really want to listen to a podcast or and I was kind of bored of Spotify. So I thought, hang on, there's some, some radio station Ken Tuomi told us about. So I loaded that up, put my phone back in my pocket and I, I listened to the, the, the wonderful sounds of that online radio station. It was wonderful. There was uh, some down-tempo sort of dance music. There was some sort of chill songs. There was some 60s sort of lounge music. It was quite delightful. So there you go, Secret Agent Soma FM. Get onto it. That's it for this time. Remember, you've got until 17th of April to get your fantastic entries in. All the deets are on mattlovescameras.com. Take care. Cheerio. Bye-bye. ruin that but it actually sounded pretty good well thank you okay on to the next person right. actually should we just have a should we have a five minute break
Okay. I'm All right. Need, I need to get my my wife made sausages and mash for dinner, and I I neither mm. I don't like sausages nor mash, and so I'm freaking starving. So I need to get some yogurt. Okay. okay. Also, got to turn the air conditioning off because I'm freezing. Okay, back and forth. Four or five minutes. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>